I'm gonna go fuck around in the city. Yeah. Which I know you do everywhere I go. They're like, yo, Bert yeah. came out with all of us. Oh. Did you ever wake up in a place you didn't belong? Yeah. All the time. I woke up in a barn one time. <laughs> Dude, I like the way you said yeah. You were like, yeah, that's my lot. thing. A lot. I wake up a lot in places I'm not supposed to be. 100%. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, new episode of Two Bears, One Cave, and we've got Whitney Cummings. You look great, Whitney. You look really skinny. You look great. And your name of your special is Jokes? Okay. On Netflix? No, I'm just I was just trying to promote it. I didn't I didn't make fun of it. Andrew Andrew said he was not. No, I did. No, it's a terrible title. Why? <laughs> I don't know. What? Comedy. What are you, Mark Norman? <laughs> Comedy. Hey, I'm Wait, Whitney. Check out my special. special. Comedy. Call it like under pressure. No, I want you to call it Bird Equanimity and the Hollow, th- whatever the fuck Chappelle's, <laughs> Chappelle's nine title special was. No, you should have just called it um, in, reco- in Recovery. Because you are kind of. You're always kind of recovering from something. Trauma, uh, touring, relationships. What's in the special? Who would click jokes? Yeah, good jokes. All right. One of the jokes. It's a good name. Sorry, I don't just complain about gas prices. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you complain about your (laughs) pussy. You complain about your pussy. I'm familiar about how comedy works. I'm not a rich person complaining about gas prices. You you have so much more money than me. You have so, you're so fucking rich. How much more money do you think you have than She has so much more fucking money. She's so rich. <laughs> a lot. So rich. Give me some. It's so, everyone thinks I have so much money, but I. Someone told me how much money they thought you had the other day. Who was and it? here, sit down and saw Halston's chair. Sit down on Halston's chair so we can hear you. Okay, sorry. Who? I'm just curious. Who told you? Uh, I forget. I, it must have been when you were here. It must have been someone that was here when you were here. Is it someone that would know? No, I guessed. Okay. I guessed. What did you guess? 50? No. More? I guessed, uh, no, I, uh, like, well, I'm, I'm confused on what I guessed and what someone else guessed. Because someone else said 16, and I went way more no, than that. No, way more than that. Way oh my God, that. it's so much more yeah. than that. Look at her smirk. <laughs> I was like, Dude, I was Whitney's like, got 16 in one of her, like, side accounts. And she's say, like, we still have money in there? I would say. <laughs> Didn't we move that money out years ago? You know how rich I am, you guys? I did recently have two Starbucks gift cards in my wallet. Uh-huh. And I didn't know how much money was on them. Whoa. And how much was on them? Put them in the trash can. Don't know. Dick. Don't, it's not even worth it. It was. I was like, it. you know what? I'm just. It can't. I'm just gonna throw these out. Here's and I was a question. Like, I'm so rich. Here's a question I asked Rogan one time. <laughs> What's it like 
to what's it like to have legit fuck you money? Yeah, he does. I don't have Rogan. I, I don't. I know. I know. I but you have, have money, you have the kind of money where you don't have to worry about a ton of things. Yeah. Least, so do you. You have way. You. No. No. I'm just saying. I have really. lots of curveballs in my family. So the amount of money I like, I don't have an amount of money even where I'm like, okay, I'm good forever if everything goes away right now. Like, because what if my family goes into ICU again without health yeah. insurance? Or you have of- you have screw you money, not fuck you money. You have like, yeah. like you don't you can't really burn the bridge, but you can be like get out of here. But how would your life? What if we just switch bank accounts, bank accounts right now? How would your life change? Quit comedy, leave LA, leave Leanne, leave the girls. Start yeah. off Go away. That's the not entire true. my entire world goes upside down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like fucking leave my family. Don't talk to anybody ever again. I've actually toyed with the idea. I've actually wondered <laughs> how much money you have, and to see if I if because if I left Leanne, I lose all my money, and I was like. Could I just parallel and slide adjacently into Whitney's life and then she take care of the both of us? Interesting. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. So how much money, I'm just, at, do you think, if right now someone says, how much money to make you quit right now and be happy forever? What's the actual number? 75 grand. 75 grand. <laughs> 75 grand. <laughs> get me 75 grand. You don't even know the number that would make you happy because every time you get no, more. No, first of all, you're interjecting a word that doesn't, I'm never going to be happy. I'm not going to be happy. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, how much to like make me leave LA? How much to make you stop talking right now? (laughs) I will Venmo you. Everybody right now go to Netflix and please watch Whitney do special jokes. It's incredible. I've seen her do the whole thing. It's packed uh, front to back uh, the same way she wipes with some of the best material I've ever seen her do. Is that good? That's a great fucking plug and I mean it. And by the way, that's true. And I mean it. So is that nice now? Will you be stop being fucking mean to me? I'm not. I'm, I'm really. Can feeling... I tell you? Can I tell you one of the jokes? I there. You have jokes in there that I have been that I've been toying with in my head where I go I couldn't figure it out. I was obsessed with Rover Red Rover. I was obsessed with it because oh. I was like, there's got to be an adult league. Where <laughs> it's yes. just like fucking dudes going. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Brian the fuck over. <laughs> just get fucking yeah. elbowed out. I, I would love to see an adult Rover Red Are Rover you not league. in an adult league of any kind of sport no, at all? No, I don't do anything. How, well, how, Are you well, leaving, Whitney? Well, I'm just going to like... Fall I love you. I, I love you. so much. I love you more. Bye. Honestly, dude, how are you not in an adult league in anything? You're Mr. Sports. Like, why wouldn't you I join... I don't have time. Yeah, I guess. I don't have any time. But you know what you can do? Like, I'm in one thing now. What? I'm in a, a volleyball league. It's it's so much fun. And beach. I just show up once every seven games. Beach volleyball? No, it's on like it's on like a nice grass court. It's really nice. Really? Yeah. And I show up like once every four, four or five games. I'm like, hey man, I don't have a show at six o'clock tonight. I can show up. My God. I played when I was when I was in my twenties, I played sixteen inch softball. No glove, Chicago style. What? That's the best. We used to call it smush ball. Smush ball? No was, glove? No glove, smush ball. And it was, but it was, you hit it and it would go, it would like smush. And you, so it was really, it was heavier too. So but it was 16. It was the big one. It was right? the big one. Big yeah. one. Yeah. No glove. No glove. Dude, it was great. I love so wait, it. You've always been into uh, those types of things. I can't, I ha- first of all, I'll tell you, number one, I have social anxiety disorder in a little bit where I don't want to go into a group and go, hey guys, I'm Bert. Can I play? Like Wait, it gives why me not? anxiety. It gives me anxiety. Yeah, but at this stage in your life, everyone would be like, Bert? Yeah. Uh, they lose their mind. Yeah, yeah, but I, I like I've never been able to play basketball because I'm I'm weird about like and I also have a weird about because I do get very competitive and I can get physical and I and I, I can You start a fight. I can I definitely have started a fight. Well, a, you'll Adam Ray it. You know Adam Ray? 
Of course. Did you know about his fucking basketball, uh, this guy? We got kicked out of the fucking basketball comedy league. Why? Badham wanted to fight everybody. Really? He, dude, this guy, he, like, every time it was a good game. Yeah. And we won the championship, by the way. Who's on the team? Kirk Fox. No, no, it was it was it was a bunch was of Rick, it was Rick a bunch Glassman? of Seattle dudes. Rick no, Glassman? He was not on our know, team. Rick Glassman's apparently he can a hoop. fucking baller. Yeah, he can hoop. Legit baller, but I guess from what his from his take on it, he gets extremely aggressive. He does. And got kicked out of a couple teams. Yeah, no, he's been yeah. Him and Adam are the same guy. They take it too serious. It's really? great to have him on your team, but Adam has got that like stockiness to him that like when he gets down in the paint, he'll throw elbows. Dude, he hit one of the, the agents team. We play like an agent manager team. He smoked one of these agents right in the face. Are you serious? Yeah, but it was a William Morris guy, so nobody cares. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> they like got a acquired fucking... by CAA, right? <laughs> he just knocked out of an acquisition agent. <laughs> no, but he he was so aggressive that they you know they basically told us if if the fights don't stop and the shit talking doesn't stop, the league's over. And we basically were all over it anyway. But sweet so Adam, see, I can't even get into a fantasy football league. Like, I, got, I don't I'll, I'll know. Get one for I don't you. know. I, I'm not around enough. I was telling this to someone, maybe even Whitney. I'm not around enough to know people. To like, I've never gone to lunch with a bunch of comics. What about people outside of comedy? You have friends outside. Yeah, of comedy. we have. Yeah, but I don't want to join their league, and then all of a sudden, where you go up, and they're like Bert, and you're like motherfucker. Yeah, I now guess. I got to be Bert the whole time. But fantasy is mostly online anyway. The only thing I did is I played home run derby with the comics from the store, mm. probably uh, when. Do you remember? I, I I forget. I think Steve Byrne was setting it up. I feel like I remember this. And uh, Brett Ernst would play, Sebastian, Ari, Renazizi. Who roped the most? And me, without yeah, a doubt. Course, without a... F- with not... I mean... Named a lot of skinny guys, though. You got to get... Who else? There's got to be a boy who's got some legs. You got to have legs and butt to hit a baseball. No. It was... Well, it was store comics. I remember Sebastian. I was when I met Sebastian, and he was putting on his uniform, and I thought it was a joke because he was comics, <laughs> and he was putting on stirrups with no pants because he never played... Real sports. What am I doing wearing stirrups? I could see stirrups. him shitting all over the outfits. We, I'm going to Italy tomorrow, and I Googled Italy, things I need to know about Italy yeah. like on YouTube, and Sebastian came up. Shut up. I swear to God. Maniscalco is the first thing that pops up. Do you know they got Folgers over there? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? I just got back. I talked to Schultz about this. I know, I, know. This. I saw yeah. this. I saw you on it, put it on Instagram, right? Where are you going to go? Yeah. Uh, I did you. I did a Burt. I pulled a. I put a speedo on for the first time in my entire I life. I saw that, and you looked great. I never put on a speedo. I've what? never done it in my life. For real? I just don't. I feel. But Dude. also, it's like my my dingle gets so compact when I'm in the water. Do you stay thick? Uh, no, I get so compact. That's why there's Bobby kissing one of my nuts. Why is that on the internet? Oh my god! Yeah. Um. No, I. Well, that uh, was when I did Conan. That was just a little, you know, Conan was like, can you do some self-promotion? I was like, you better believe it, dude. <laughs> I think if you zoom in, you can see kind of the crust what beginning is... of my nut. Yeah, there's like one little oh, beginning. Oh, yeah. Right. That's like the. Um, Wait, where did you go in Italy? Sicily. To the wow. Igari Island chain. To Levanzo, Marettimo, and uh, Favignana. There's three islands off the coast of Sicily, off the northwest coast. See, that's where I would go. It's phenomenal, man. I'm with my kids. Oh, well. And so they wanted to see Rome, Positano, Florence, Amalfi Venice. Coast. Oh, yeah. And so, Venice. Yeah. Up north is fun. Venice is awesome. Venice yeah, is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, Venice is gorgeous. cool. It's going to stink a little bit. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot as fucking shit. But are you doing a baller version like you're getting toured around by somebody? Yeah, you're doing the boss version. That's so cool, man. Yeah. I made a joke. I was telling these guys. I made a joke to my wife of like, 
Because my wife skimps. Like, she skimps. What? What do you mean? Skimps. Like, if you go, hey, we're flying. She goes, I got us really good business oh, yeah, yeah, comfort yeah. seats. And I go. We're flying a spirit flight. Yeah. And I go, why would you do that? And she goes, well, it's, it's like $1,000 cheaper. I go, let's, let's not do that. It's a vacation. <laughs> you don't. No one goes on vacation and goes, I'm going to go below what I can spend to save money. It's a time you treat yourself. Yeah. I've had a good year. Let's go all out. Yeah, go So out. I gave her a price point within which I wanted to see. Yeah. And she last night told me she spent like over half of that. And I went, holy fuck. <laughs> Tune it down. I was like, I was kidding. You know, One of the kids has to stay. Tune I was because I got nervous last night and I said, hey, are we going to have to, um, we're not flying to any of these, they're taking a train. And she goes, oh, no, no, you said you wanted like a chauffeur. And I was like, oh, we have cars taking us places? And she goes, oh, I think it's a Sprinter van. I think it's like a luxury Sprinter van. Sick. And I was like, oh, fuck, dad's going to have a blast. Yeah, Poppy's going to drink the whole I'm time. I'm going to drink the entire time. Wait, your time. kids can't drink yet. They can there. Oh, yeah, that's right, 18. I'm going to drink them under the fucking table. <laughs> I can't wait. I love, I took Mark Norman to Europe. Drink a contest Europe. with your kids. I, I took Mark Norman to Europe, and he had a hard time keeping up with me, and I never felt better. I can't wait to do it to my kids. You think, I can't what if, wait. What if, what if they can compete? They can't. They have your blood. I'm a professional. They have your blood. Uh, they they I, come from you. Uh, Huberman's Lab said, ultimately, I am <laughs> the best drinker in the world. And that's only a little bit of Joe's podcast I saw. Who's Huberman's Lab? Uh, Huberman is a, is a, he's like a scientist workout guy. Just type him up. Huberman's Lab. Like Andrew Huberman or something? I don't know this guy. Is oh, this guy Andrew said, Huberman. Yeah, I was right. So you're number one. In his heart, you're number one. So he said on Rogan, the very beginning episode he did with Rogan, and he goes, they were talking about Ari throwing up. And he said, you know, some people, because Joe like, Joe's like, Shane Gillis can drink, and Shane Gillis can fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, for some people, when they drink, it creates dopamine. And then that dopamine, like, they don't get the thing that most people get. We're like, ooh, I'm not going to feel good later. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have that. I have the, we are going to do this. <laughs> I, when I have a drink, something happens to me. I, I just happened. It just happened right now. I, I literally was going to go, <laughs> what? You, do you want a drink? What happened? Because my heart skips a beat. Where I get excited and I go, oh, well, that sounds is, like a health problem. This is going to be a fucking. Uh -oh. Your heart skips a beat. Hold on, it's my daughter. Hey, what's up? I'm leaving. Where are you going? Where are you going? Huh? Where are you going? Um, to Ellie's house to help her pack because nights were last night. Okay. All right. Uh, Very sad. All right. I love you. Uh, we'll see you in the morning. Yes, sir. She has to be back at her house by like. Super early, so I'm gonna be home pretty early too. All right, I love you, baby. Be safe, okay? I love you too. I Tell can't... Whitney I love her too. Whitney just left. Uh, I'm with Andrew Santino. I can't wait to drink you under the table in in Italy. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, I love you. Bye. <laughs> Not prepared at all. Uh, Do they drink? Uh, no, they've never. I mean, yeah, they have. Bye for sure. Yeah, they have. Like but... she's going to Ellie's house. They're getting they're no, gonna no, get no. smashed. No, they're no. I don't think Ellie's parents let her let them drink. It's her friends going to college tomorrow, and we go to Italy, and so they're all saying goodbye to like all the friends are saying goodbye. They all go to college, and so it's been a big fucking shit show. What a weird time in your life now. You're gonna be empty nesting soon. <laughs> that is revealed. You have no idea how sad that is. <laughs> That's you have a no but idea. That, now you're starting. You don't have your kids, right? No. Now you're starting. Are your you gonna second, have kids? Maybe. You want to give one of your kids to me? What if I raise? Who's the? How old's the youngest one? Isla, sixteen. Great. I got two more years. I'll raise her for two years. Good luck. Easy money, dude. Good fucking. Two luck. years. I'll knock the other out day two she years. Came in, she said, "Did you know it was Heil Hitler, not Hey Hitler?" 
And I was like, you thought they were just going, hey, Hitler. Let me text the group. Hold on. Because I think it's Heil. But... It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of hey. But Heil means. Uh... Hey. Hey. So hey. it is hey, so Hitler. It is, hey, Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Hitler. Hey. Hey, Hitler. Do you think they hail a cab? Hail a cab in Germany. <laughs> Hi, cab. Hi, cab. Cab, please. Little, are you little yellow cab for me, please? Wait, so you just you just do like like married guy stuff. Mm-hmm. What do like, you mean? Like like you guys go out to dinner? Oh, for sure. Like what's a, what's your life look like? You're blowing up, by the way. I know you've been blowing up for a while, but like I just saw you in a big movie the other day me with and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, it should be good. I th- I don't know. I mean, it's you know, a time travel movie. You never know. <laughs> yeah, or not time travel. But no, like, it's like a. It's he, like, like a, meets his high school friend. No, no, it's like a. Um, Mark Wahlberg is his uh, childhood friend, and then the, like his wife is like, "You're he's a stay at home dad," and his wife is like, "You need to like go party." Yeah, you're too much of a stiff. Yeah, and I'm one of the dads <laughs> that's at the school who's like, "Dude, I can get us cocaine without a doubt. I can get us hookers <laughs> and cocaine." Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf beer wine mixers mocktails and more can be delivered straight to your door save up to 25 percent, up to 15 dollars value when you spend 35 dollars or more with code bears 24 so whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night doordash is here to help you have a great evening any evening terms apply must be 21 or older to order alcohol drink responsibly delivery and promotions available only in select markets Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad free right now on Wondery Plus. You're so good. You're at being the cocaine a, hooker a, guy. No, you're such a good actor. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Like I'm, I, I watch you act. And you can definitely be different people. You can definitely do the thing you're supposed to do when you act. Transform. Yes. Trying. I mean, in this movie, I just get to have fun with Kevin. It's, a, it's like it was a breeze. And then his wife, you know, lets him party, and then. He meets up with Wahlberg, and Wahlberg's like an animal, and he's like, "We're going to Coachella and all this stuff, and da da da, and all doing all this stuff." And obviously, everything goes, you know, crazy. I don't know if it's good. I hope it's good. You just never know. You do those things. You're like, "I was funny. Yeah. I hope it works." I saw you see them sometimes, and you see like guys in them that are comics, and you'll see their like one line, mm. and then you go, "How much time did they give them to that one line?" Did they? Because sometimes I know when when we did our movie, 
you'd just be like, hey, we're behind, man. Like, we guys got to get it. It's not important to us. Yeah. But it's important to the person saying it that they're funny. For sure. Of course. And, and so you're... That's all you want. Yeah. You're like, it's my little nugget. I have to... Like, any time that I get those little shots in, those big things, I'm always like, God, I have to be as funny as I can be. But you still don't know if they're going to keep it in. What's That's, Kevin like to work with? I mean, Kevin's the man. Yeah? Like, I didn't really talk to Mark that much because he's kind of a quiet... He's like, does his own thing. Tom said he was a fucking dick. Kevin was? Tom said that Mark Wahlberg was the biggest dick he'd ever met. Seriously? He fucking hated him. He was well, like, I mean, he didn't, sp I mean, you know. He was like, dude, him and I the don't guy would don't walk do anything on. Together. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. By the way, it's just, just a joke. I like doing those. He's like, dude, can... I'm going to fuck you yeah. up, dude. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's I heard you were fucking like, talking I never shit. fucking said that. I never said that. <laughs> Nobody did say he's quiet. And for Tom to say someone's quiet, that guy has to be silent. Silent. Dude, he didn't say, no. He, he But him and I didn't have a lot of do, to do together. So, But I was with Kevin the whole time. The Kevin, dude, you know, he's a stand-up. So like any stand-up at any level they're at, I don't care if they're brand new or if they're 30 years in, they're going to treat you differently because you're a stand-up. Yeah. So immediately Kevin was like, you know, we were just talking shit. This sounds shit. silly. Did you know him before? We had met because he's an executive producer of Dave. Oh, for real? Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, that's right. He yeah. is. I forgot He's one of the EPs that. for the show. So we had met, but you know, nothing. It was super informal. Like we had yeah. met and then whatever, but... But he's familiar with your work. Yeah, yeah. He knew me. And then the best part was... Um, I was like, hey, are you going to be in uh, Philly? Because he was like doing something for an Eagles game. And I was like, I'm playing in Philly like next week. He was like, oh, no shit. I was like, yeah. He's like, well, uh, fuck his buddy. I can't remember his buddy's name who was playing a show at Helium. And I was playing the theater right behind it. And I said, well, do you want to come? He's like, I'm going to do my boy's show. Come by and do some time. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'll just, you know, chill. But you know, was texting me, keeping me updated. It was like, he didn't need to be so nice. He didn't know me yeah. that well. But I left the theater, went over there and hung with them and watched him. He just popped in at like one in the morning and like finished the, finished the spot with his buddy. Really? It was so nice too. It was like, you know, because he's from there, but it was also him showing love to his boy and, you know, to help him promote him. Yeah. At the end of the day, what I'm trying to say, he was a stand-up. Like, like any stand-up, you're like, I don't care how famous you get or whatever, you're still a stand-up. Kevin's, I mean, as, as much as I've known Kevin, he's never come off I, and I, I only knew him I mean I, I haven't really talked to him I don't think since he got really big a little bit but not much but he just was a, it's like I, I get a kick watching him succeed yeah he, I mean I, I think he's great man I think he's super funny and he does his own thing and he sticks in his lane he knows exactly what he does well it's like that's what you have to do at some point you know it's like yeah. you know what you do well so you have to continue it because if you deviate too much people are like what are you doing when, like, when you do the he's the, the first thing. guy that leaned out to be a mogul like legit comic that leaned out to go. I know. Like it's interesting. Like I sponsored go, by Nike. It's like he's a Nike athlete. I remember watching him when he was doing, he was uh, doing, I think he was running every day. Like every day he was on the road, he'd run. Yeah. And I'm sure that's when he was getting his Nike deal. Cause I'm mm -hmm. sure that's like, but to watch his brain work from the outside looking in, you're like that guy. I mean, think about it, right? Dane, Dane just wanted to be a movie star. Kevin wanted to be a mogul. Yeah, he wanted to be. You want to be like an entity. You want like your. You want your name to be a. It's like it's like Jay Z. Like Jay Z is not doesn't. No, I don't. I don't think. I think super young kids that are like coming into the world now. Yeah. They probably don't know Jay Z the way that we know Jay Z. They know him as like Beyonce's husband, who's like a rich, famous yeah, the rap guy, mogul. The guy at Fashion Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Like they don't know. They just it just they wouldn't connect those other dots. So I guess you become bigger than your name. Like I have zero uh, intuition or amb amb ambition to like do that. I just want to like do funny stuff and that's it. I don't want to like build businesses and be a part of it. I have no, I don't want to do it. 
I, I think have, this is it. I have an inclination. I like being an idea guy. So I like I like having an idea and then and then seeing it develop. Like I loved making these flip flops. Like that yeah. was one of my favorite things. Cause then they went on sale and they sold out in like 13 minutes. That's and then I, and I go, and that energy excites me. Um, I love doing fully loaded. Like I loved the, but that's in your sphere still. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Like I, I have never really had an inclination to do a liquor, you know? Yeah. And everyone's I, doing them. Yeah, like Brian like, Cranston and uh, what's his name? Have one. Uh, Where is it? Is it right there? Where is it? Where is it? What's oh, it called? I, I, it's called Dos Hombres. By the way, I got to give them a shout out. They gave us a bunch of bottles for Fully Loaded. Let me see. They gave us a bunch it? of bottles. But I, I know they I made they I made it tequila, right? Isn't that what it was? Dos Hombres, yeah. yeah. Dos Hombres. It's, it's a mez, mezcal, uh, yeah. which I don't know what that means. I think it's just sweeter. It's just hard to trust two white guys with tequila. You know what I mean? That's all that makes them. <laughs> that's all, and by the way, that's, you know, talk about appropriation. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a day of reckoning where they're like, hey, George Clooney, we're going to need you to give Casamigos back to the town of well, dude, Guadalajara. Well, dude, he sold it for what, a billion dollars? No. Yeah, didn't he See, sell that's it for what a billion? I Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has a gin, aviator gin. Yeah, that's Pull right. Up all the famous people who have liquors. Kevin has Kevin has Avion or something like that, or what is it called? Uh, the Rock has Terramana. Terramana. You ever seen Will Sasso do that? No. <laughs> Sasso on his show, he always goes like, Terramana, and he does an impression of him. But it's Terramana, but he calls it Terramana. CNBC reports George Clooney, $700 million. Yeah, that's, I mean that's close enough to a billion that I. Just well, no, heard. look, and then Diego paid that amount in June with the potential for another three hundred million based on performance. As a result, Clooney and his partners made one billion dollars. I would. I wouldn't mind not selling. Bad. I wouldn't mind doing something I don't care about and selling it. Yeah, like that. Fine, I'll do that. I'll do like a whiskey and sell it off. But I mean, to build that thing like in the way that they did it was nuts. I, I mean, I have some insight to how 60, what helped, but for real, yeah, what I can't do it on here. What? what over how it helped build that brand as big as it is. I just mean? can't tell you the secret. Wait, what do you mean? I'm confused. I know, I don't know some what... people that were helping to get Casamigos spread the way it spread. Like, you know, it became synonymous. Now people think they're like, Casamigos, everyone says it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. But like, you know, there's a few people that I know that are partners with some of those guys that you like learn how the math works. You're like, oh, you get it into these things and then everybody talks about it at the most famous bars and clubs and golf courses and it just becomes uh, yeah. synonymous with a culture and then it spreads like wildfire i think I, I sometimes wonder i would love to know the the uh metrics on if i helped tito's at all i think you did because i went on rogan the largest information platform in yeah. this country and talked about tito's aggressively all the time i, all I, the I time. thought you were sponsored by tito's and by the way i never got a fucking cent and that company is huge. I never like they always hooked me up with Tito's. Sure, but, but like they it would have been paid you. it would have been cool. To, it would have been cool if they were like, "Hey man, we'd like to bring you into the company." You know the guy's owner's name's Bert. No, the owner of Tito's name is Bert. Bert, what are you doing, bud? Wherever you are, bud. You're in Austin. I know where you are. And I switched from Tito's because of that. Because I oh, started. So you don't going, drink it anymore. I don't tell anyone what I drink anymore because I go, "Well, it's fucking foolish." Well, why don't you buddies. reach out and make a deal? Make somebody make a deal with them. Then? <laughs> I don't. It's too late. I've already did the late. I already did the legwork. Yeah. What you would have wanted is Tito's to hit you up back in like 2017 and then been like, so hold on, you lost 
22 pounds in one month and you drank Tito's every fucking night? <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? Like, Welcome to Tito's Diet Plan. Okay. Are you tired of gaining weight? Sweet Cove Bourbon. Peyton Manning and Andy Roderick. Andy Roddick, that's nuts. That is like the whitest two people. They yeah. would have definitely owned slaves if it had been... Past tense? I think they both do. <laughs> I think they both do, dude. Andy Roddick and Shanghai... What? No, Singani 63, Steven Soderbergh. The Hollywood drink. Who else? Aviation, Aviation Gin, Ryan there Reynolds. By the way, gin's gin. Like I don't like good gins. I can't tell the difference between good gin and bad gin. I met a woman last the other night that goes, I own part of a gin company. And I was like, really? Thinking she was like a high-end celebrity. And she goes, yeah. It's my DPs. I was on a movie and this DP said he started a gin company. So I threw, you know, like five thousand dollars in. And I was like, You, you don't, don't own, own part that. of it. You gin. don't own shit. Um, Lagavulin is very famous. Nick Offerman has like a special edition of it. That's what uh, that is. That's not a bad gig. Yeah, to, to a be special like, edition. Well, that's what it should have been. Tito's, Kreischer's, Tito, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they would have done. George Strait. Who's George Strait now? He's a country singer. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Right? George Strait's a country music, country western. Tramana. There's the Tramana. rock. The rock. One of the greatest booze brands launches in recent times. Celebrity or not, the liquor sold. And at here's the thing that I sign up for Tramana. By the way, shout out to the Rock. Get me in at the ground. I will switch over to tequila. I've already switched over to tequila a little bit. Yeah, you're drinking on that a lot more than you're doing it now. Can I show you something? <laughs> I'd have yeah. one right now if you want one. We tequila. Got, got te what do you have? Tequila and what? <clears throat> tequila soda and lime. It's my favorite drink I've ever had. Tequila. So what kind of tequila? Though? Blanco? I got, I got everything. No, Blanco. Terramana. That's the I'm, one you go I've for is Blanco. I'm looking at it right now. I've got Casamigos. What about Michael Jordan's? Do we know? We don't want a ball with the best. I don't know. Sincoro? Let's, let's, let's real quick. Hold on. Let me show you what what. Let me show you something that's going to change your game. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to see. I'm going to my whoop. Wait. Who's that? Say Long Branch. Go down a little bit. Wild Turkey Long. Matt McConaughey. Oh, he's got like a. Yeah. He's got like a. Yeah. That's again. That's another special edition one. Two nights. I didn't drink tequila this week. Two nights. How many nights do you usually take off? Mm, never. Never really. Okay. What if What if Leanne's like take some time off? She doesn't. She will never. No. No. Not even like. No. <laughs> if she's like I need you to hold it together hang on hang on don't go through so fast I want to see some of these if she's like I need you to hold it together because we look got look at my recovery important. on my whoop those are those greens are the nights I drank tequila there's no sugar in it you sleep so sound 100% sleep is that what you're getting Did you, you're getting full under, uninterrupted sleep 95% <laughs> recovery so what you're saying is if you don't drink you sleep worse you sleep way well, better that, when you that drink that one red was I think one night I didn't drink the next red, no, no. The one red was when we had was when we were doing we were doing uh, something's burning, and we had uh, those two nights. One was we did uh, old fashions, which has sugar at the bottom. Yeah, I don't like. And then I, the yeah. night, uh, the next day was when we did Campari's, Campari soda, Campari gin, and vermouth. Ooh. It's called a panugu. Be careful, that sounds offensive. <laughs> the panu, sorry to all the panugus out there. Panugu, I forget what it's called, but. Um, my recovery on tequila is astronomical. Better than all the other booze. And it's been so high. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to put all the cards on the table uh -huh. and look for a tequila sponsor. I will drink tequila on every Two Bears episode we do from here on out. And I will settle on one. And I'll tell you right now, I think we've talked about doing this, but Ron White's got a tequila. Does he? Yeah, and Ron White doesn't drink anymore. He might need a comedian to be drinking his to tequila, his tequila. To, to grab the baton. Mm -hmm. Take uh, it and run with it. He drinks, I think he or drinks the, the brown tequila. I like Blanco. 
No, see, I like no. You like you like the brown one. I like well, <clears throat> I like uh, reposado is probably one of my favorites. Uh-uh. I mean, I like blanco a lot. But I like I, an anejo blanco. I, yeah, I mean, I'll drink all of them, but I think like for some reason reposado lately I've liked a lot. Reposado I, with a little bit of soda. Guy Fieri, Sammy Hagar. That is if that isn't. When you Santofino. found out that Tommy Lee and Sam Anderson, Pam Anderson were dating, you were like, that is the, the <laughs> that's, Pam and that's Tommy. The same. How is that not called out of bounds? Who, or do, like you whatever think, it, who do you think stopped high-fiving first? They, like, they, they still I, are. I bet they are just sitting in a bar. Right, right now. Yeah, all day. yeah. Come on, bro. Just counting checks. <clears throat> Sammy's Beach Bar Rum. Let's fucking go. That's out of bounds, dude. Flavortown. How is it not rum. called Flavortown Tequila? That's even more... I don't know. I would. I don't think I could have a, one of these things unless you get. Even when you get huge, the risk is like what's his name's got a. Um, Dan Aykroyd has a tequila. He brought it on Rogan. No, it's, it's a Skull vodka. vodka. It's a vodka. Skull vodka. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know anyone that's ever had it. It's he. Well, so there was a period where I looked into doing this. Yeah. Where I, I, I you want to talk about a what? But a bad businessman I was. <laughs> I purchased. Um. $250,000 worth of vodka. What? Just like shelf vodka so, that doesn't... So what I met is a... I met a, 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 a producer who could put vodka in those um, vitamin C packets. You know those vitamin C packets you'd rip open oh, yeah. and dump upside down? Yeah. He could fill it with a shot of vodka. No. And so I was like, see if you can find those. And That's so I brilliant. Was like, I said, done. Yeah. That's my brand. Yeah. I drink on planes. On the go, baby. I want them, I want them in my pocket. I want to go to a concert <laughs> and no one know I have pockets full of vodka. Yeah. And then I get to measure myself. I'm going to order drinks for the place, but if I need extra vodka, it's little, in my pocket. Little hitter, yeah. $250,000. They were out of uh, Clearwater or St. Pete, Tampa, and mm-hmm. I, or St. Pete, Florida. And I said, I said, done. And uh, and the deal's about to get it going through. My dad overlooked it. And this is, by the way, this is before I had $250,000. Like, I had it, but it, it was going to hurt. It's all the money you had. It was, was going to hurt. I just believed in this brand. And uh, and then he said, great. We're, just so you know, where do, am I going to be shipping this to? And I said, uh, I don't know, probably just my house. And he goes, no, 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 man. This is like, you're going to need a warehouse. And oh, I was, yeah, $250,000 worth, yeah. And I had not thought any of this out. <laughs> And I was like, in your backyard. I thought I was put it in my garage. Yeah. And then I just sell it at shows or something. And he was like, he was like, no man, there's certain states I can't send this to. Like, where you, where are you right now? I said like, California. And he goes, it'd be better if you had a garage, like a warehouse in Florida. And I said, I need a warehouse in Florida. He goes, you're gonna need a distributor. Like, wh- how are you planning on doing this? And I hadn't thought any of that out. And where is all this? It just fell apart. I never the deal went away. But you never had to pay. Never had to pay. Thank it, God. It was so early in the process. Is that the dumbest amount of money you've spent and didn't have to spend? What's the what's the dumbest thing you've bought that cost you the most money that you can't believe you bought it? That you actually had to pay for it? That's a great question. That's a great <laughs> You're question. You're going down the list in your head. That is a great question. There have been... Cause you don't buy, you're not like Tom. Like you don't buy fancy cars, do you? No. Tom no. spent. I mean, Tom. <clears throat> Tom, I, I definitely am not like Tom. Like Tom will buy jackets for eight thousand dollars. Like, like a, I would. What a coat? Like a coat. <laughs> and by the way, not even a comfortable coat. <laughs> like he just he he spends. They live in Texas. Yeah, How often do you yeah. need coat? You need eight thousand dollar coats. He. I've never. I don't have any purchases. That I've made. That I regret because I just don't spend money like that. You don't. You don't waste. 
I don't buy. I don't. I don't want for a lot of things. Like right. the things I want are pretty inexpensive. Like, like what? The, uh, like, what? like I bought two surfboards the other day. Like I bought them just for, for our beach house, so, or like an electric bike, right? Yeah, those are yeah, right. That's like a that's, couple a, like, of bucks. that's like two thousand dollars, but like right. that's the most. I'll, I I buy a lot of gear. Like I have a lot of gear that I probably like. The other day we bought five thousand dollars worth of lights, and I was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have bought that for the but, studios. Though. Yeah, for the studio, but yeah, but that's for like, work yeah. stuff. Um, dinners is where I've spent my most money. Where I just where it gets out of control, mm-hmm. and then I, I'll pick up dinners quickly. And like I, for everybody, I, for everybody. I've done that with Rogan before, and I was so drunk. That I I just was like, oh, dude, when I'm with him, I make sure he picks up. He, <laughs> I always, I'm like, I don't have a wallet, and I'm not gonna <laughs> around you. Get all these fucking T-bone steaks. I'm not paying yeah. for this shit. But you know what's funny is I learned that with the, when I toured with him, he would give you so much shit if you wanted to dip out. If you were like, let's get out of here, he's like, no, 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 let's sit at this restaurant. I'm like, let's go, let's go somewhere else yeah. because I wanted to go have a drink somewhere. But he doesn't want to go out and drink. No. So whoever we were with, I'd be like, you know, let us. We're gonna go. We're going to kick out and go drink somewhere. Yeah. He can't do that. So he's like, no, sit, stay. Oh, because he doesn't want to go to a bar because he'll get swamped. Well, of course not. I mean, like, but also, or another restaurant that we could sneak into because at yeah. some point, you know, he just wants to go to the ba- you know, go to the hotel and chill. But I was like, oh, I want to see the city. I want to go, I want to go fuck around in the city. Yeah. Which I know you do. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, Bert yeah. came out with all of us. I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. But. It was the funnest when I was younger, too, like when I could legit do it. And just go out all night with everybody. Oh. Did you ever wake up in a place you didn't belong? Yeah. All the time. I woke up in a barn one time. <laughs> Dude, I like the way you said, yeah. You were like, yeah, that's my thing. A lot. I wake up a lot in places I'm not supposed to be. I would, uh, when I was really young and I was doing clubs, I would, I would go out with the wait staff all the time. All the time. Every night I would go out. And I mean, I'm, and I became really close with some of these people, like very close. And uh, I woke up in a barn one time at a. We went to like some field, and there was a barn, and like we were a all field, hanging. like a keg field party. Yeah, yeah, keg party in a field. Man. And uh, and then once we got the tour bus, that stopped happening. Like the tour bus was a game changer. But then that my favorite thing in the fucking world, and I can't do it anymore because it's like just problematic. Is doing a show, telling everyone to go meet me at a bar, just blowing that bar up yeah. to the point where no one can fucking move. And then my bus pulling out front and just and leaving. I'm out, and the place going nuts. And then getting on the bus, and that the best one, the best one ever. We went to a bar in Penn State, and they had a drink called something Kool Aid, Magic Kool Aid, or something. I like the name Magic Kool Aid's great. Penn State Magic Kool Aid. Look that up. So we we went to this bar, and I I didn't tell anyone. I, I used to tell people on stage is where I'm going. And then, and now I've I seen can't. you tweet about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to because I, I thought it was fun. Uh, I, w- I just went. I didn't tell anyone. I showed up, and then the place went nuts. And then I was like, "All right, I'll do pictures." This is, by the way, during COVID. I d- I'll do pictures. <laughs> I go around, do pictures, do a lap of pictures, and then they kind of give us a place to ourselves. And we go off to the corner, and people are still coming up, but they bring this drink, Magic Kool Aid, and they're like, they're "Like you got to have this drink. It's fucking awesome." So we drink them and it tastes like fucking cool. Whatever, whatever it, t- it tastes, it was so good. Yeah, it was purple. It was purple. Purple drink. And and we loved it. So we go back to the we go back to the venue because it's bus call. We get on the bus. We're in our underwear and we're getting ready to leave. And everyone's like, "Does anyone have anything to drink in here?" And we're like, "No." And they're like, "Bars are fucking. Everything's closed. It's, it's too late to buy beer." And we're like, "Wait, we don't have anything in the bus." And they're like, call the bar. See if they'll make us some magic Kool-Aids to go. So I call the bar. I go, hey, my name is Burt Kreischer. I was just there. And they're like, what's up? 
I said, they're like, we're closed. And I go, well, can we pick up some magic Kool-Aid? And they're like, hold on. And the lady says, no. And so she hangs up. Phone rings back. He goes, it's the manager. Be here in five. So we pull the bus up to the bar. I run <laughs> For out. you, for sure. I run out in my underwear, and he has made j- fucking jars, like huge tubs of it. And we run we run in. It's just the way staff. They're cleaning up. We run back out. It was the funnest. That is so fucking- cool. See, you get that. If I call there, they're like, no, we're closed. I'm like, no, 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 but I, it's me. Oh. They're like, I don't give a fuck. We're closed. That's the fucking... The, the partying on the road for me has been the funnest because... It's almost more fun than having a family <laughs> because you really, dude. It's, it's almost more fun than having a fa- parting is almost more fun than having a family. Having a family is very predictable. It's very yeah. like you know, like I mean, like I love it. Like I love having a family. I love doing stuff with my kids and my wife. It's fun. I'm not shitting on it, but there is a magic to the road of like you never you know disappear. what the next city is going to be. You're a fucking. You don't exist. Like you, you know what I mean. You only exist in a little time. In the places that you're in. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It, it's it's so much... I don't know. It's exhilarating to do the road. Like, it's exhilarating to do shows and, like, to be traveling. And, like... I, and then I think I that's why I enjoy traveling with my family. Because I identify traveling with, like, the newness and the freshness. And, yeah. the, and, like, last night I was telling someone I was sitting outside and my, and my wife's just reading a book. She's like, this is what it's going to be like when we get old. And I'm like, <laughs> and then she, And then she's like... What are we going to do when the girls go to college? I, I guess I'll just come on the road with you. And I was like, oh, no fucking way. No, you won't. What, are we going to put you in a bunk in the back? I mean, yeah, she gets back. She gets priority, but she will be in the back. She will. Yeah, you're in the back. She is She is such. Why are we eating that? That's not healthy. We should get salads. And you're like, what the fuck? No, we're not getting fucking salads. Not on the, No salads on the fucking bus. No greenery on the bus. Would you take her on tour with you? You know who I, you know who I met? Uh, um... Dude, Regan travels with his girlfriend or his—I yeah. don't know if it's his wife or whatever. It's not his—it's not his first wife. I'll tell you that. No, but we were in—we <laughs> were in. Yeah, yeah. Are you asking if would I travel with my second wife? Sure. Yeah, exactly. She can Your come second wife, we you go. Get, yeah, absolutely. I'm joking. <laughs> Nobody travels with their first wife. No, we um, were in—we were in Madison, and it was me. I was playing a, the theater there. Uh, Emmy Blotnick was playing the comedy on state, and then Regan was in that. Their that's theater. That's great. Uh, which which theater were you in? The one that's right next Varsity to the club? Varsity Theater, maybe? No, 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 not right next to the theater. Okay, yeah. That's the Paramount? I don't even know what that one's yeah, called. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and, and then you guys all hung yeah, out? Yeah, well, then I went because I wanted to go say hi to her and go see her set, and I saw her late show, and then Regan was like, I'm going to come over. And I was like, oh, yeah, and then we just all went out together, and I was like, are you traveling together? He's like, yeah, we're on the bus together. So they literally were doing what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. I don't know how how many dates they were oh, doing together, but... My, I, I'm joking. My wife, when she does come on the road, she is fun because she's not like... It's not her natural comfort zone. Right. There's a momness to her. Like like a... Like a protective like you thing. Got, well, you got there's, there's Look, it's the things I love about my wife. I don't even like... To, I, don't, I don't like talking good about my wife because I feel like that is the thing that dudes that cheat on their wives do. Talking you know? good about her? Yeah. Like, yeah. When, when, or list all the things you hate about her. Ooh. This will be easier. Oh my god! Start with I mean, body parts. That's, uh, that's, what's the worst? I, I can button? tell you what I love is her tits. <laughs> I had a joke. I tried she has to write, nice, nice tits. Big, oh, she has nice tits. She has great boobs. She has great boobs. I told her. I said, you know, women don't. You don't see how old women are when you just see their cleavage. If you put your cleavage out, that's all I'll look at. Right. So just wear a lot. And she's like, I ain't like that. That ain't who I am. She. We went. We went to Calgary one time, and it was fucking ice cold. And Jesus Trejo showed up with a jean jacket. My man. <laughs> 
Love. Jean jacket. And He's his, not from the cold. He doesn't yeah, know. He has, they don't go that north. Yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> they're, me- they're not allowed. Mexican people aren't allowed way above that line. So that's too high, man. That's too, crossing two borders is a lot. It's heavy. Like, it's, a, it's heavy. It's too much to ask. Yeah, swim and you got to get through snow. <laughs> so, so, if two tennis rackets on their feet. <laughs> then they dry out in the desert. <laughs> so, so uh, Le- uh, Leanne, this is how great Leanne is, is. We get on the plane, and she goes, he ain't never been up to Canada. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And she goes, he going to freeze. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, he's a grown-up. He can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are you, what are you, what are you worried about, Jesus? I was yeah. like, worry about me. I, <laughs> order yourself a double Bloody Mary so I can drink it on the fucking flight. <laughs> so we get to the airport, and then she just disappears. And she comes back with like a fucking, I'm saying the number, I'm sure it's, I'm making the number up, but like a fucking $400 jacket for Jesus from Patagonia. Sweetheart. And she's like. She's like, he needs this. And it's got like the the silver on the inside, like it's thermal. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, those and are I was so like, dope. Yeah, and I was like, that's who Leanne is. And so she's fun, like when you take her on the road like that, because like, she like, when we first got, she doesn't do it as much anymore. When we first got the tour bus, she would put, she would be like, she'd be like, all right, you guys are all set up. Alexa, set a bedtime for 930. <laughs> Alexa goes, setting a bedtime for 930. Did she do that? She's regimented. She, she put huh? a, no, she was joking. Oh, I was like, like, we're like, we're not going to bed tonight. Yeah, but what if she was? But what if what if she came on tour with you and then started getting you on a schedule? Would you ever shift like that? You mean like a cop? No. <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> fuck. My bigger question is, what's it like to be like just married? Because like all we do is no talk kids about, stuff. All we talk about is kids. Yeah. They don't t- I don't have anything taking up that. Like we said the other day, we could just. We were like, I was like, oh, we should go, we should go have a drink in the neighborhood. No. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, okay, let's just go and pick up and go. I mean, it's just like there is no. It's nice because there's no scheduling. It's it'd be nice to have kids. I mean, we'll. I think we'll get there, but it's also like, I don't have any schedule. I have to answer anybody. It doesn't matter how long we're out of town. We went to Italy for two and a half, or went to Europe for two and a half weeks. We don't have to think about it. No you know cats, I mean? no dogs. We have a dog, but we just hand it off to someone we yeah. know. I mean, dogs are great because you're so like, do you, you want to watch a dog? They're like, of course. So you go to Italy and no one's like, no one's like. No responsibility. No time. No, nothing. Nothing matters. Nothing exists. It's amazing. Really? Vacation me is the best me ever. Because we plan a few things, but then I just disappear. I love getting lost. We like figuring it out. I like having things kind of go awry on vacation. Yeah. Because then you're like, I'm just in a new thing. I'll just figure out some new shit. Wow. Like, I don't want to make a huge schedule. I don't like, so with kids, you got to have some kind of schedule. Oh, I, I know where my daughter, she just called. She's going yeah. over to Ellie's for, to spend the night. And then Isla's upstairs. Isla texted while I was podcasting with Whitney. She's like, we need dinner tonight. What are we doing for dinner? And then no I texted my wife, walked no in. I go, hey, what are we doing? Like, it's really regimented. And then tomorrow, we get picked up at one. Leanne, like, Leanne made lists for everybody of what to pack. And mm-hmm. then everyone's got... Their suitcases are at their front, at their door to their room. Does she the, pack for you? N- no, no, I wouldn't let her. I'm, I'm really neurotic about because I've traveled my whole adult life. Yeah, I'm a certain packer. There's like, guys that have wives pack for them. That's always so strange to me. Oh, I would love that. I would love to be that guy. Not really. That, but I would love to be a guy that didn't know enough about himself to n- know what to pack. It's like Bobby. Bobby Lee? Lee. Yeah, he's like it's like Bobby for sure can't pack a bag. So that's why he wears those shirts. Yeah. Someone's putting a bunch of smalls at his front door. Yeah, he just doesn't. I think he just grabs stuff. I think yeah. he gets he gets overwhelmed. Is like ah, and then just puts stuff in a bag. I would love. I would love to be that guy. I've always fantasized about being other 
men and what their lives must be like. Who's the man you fantasize about being the most? Uh, I've, at times when life gets really stressful with work, mm. um, I look at like fence builders. Is that who you want to be? Like a, I look at fence builders and I go, I bet they don't take their work home with them. I bet they're not like up going, fuck man, is that straight enough? Yeah, I, just, I hope I was straight. And then they wake up and they're like, I got to get up early. I want to think about that fence a little bit. Can you imagine though, fence builder, some guys listening. He's like, yes, we do. That's all we think about all day long is fences. Maybe they do though, dude. Maybe they take their job so serious that they take it home and they're analytical about how they built that fucking fence. I don't know, man. We were looking at a house passion. I'll tell you what I I can tell you what would drive me fucking nuts. Now that you say that, people do take their work home with them. Mm -hmm. We looked at a house today. I said this earlier, but we're looking to put the podcast studio and everything into one house. And there was a guy. I guess the market's not going so good for houses right now. Well, it's so expensive. Everything's so expensive. Well, no, right they're all coming down because no one can sell anything. Good plumbing. And, and he, the guy said, "If you can get get me out of this for this much money, I'll just I that would I that'd be and like I, buy I, him cash and let just like get, he just wants just, to walk because he's not done with the house." And we were like, we were like, and we go in. He's not there, but he's we're texting with our agent. Yeah, and. They're like he's offering it for you know. Let's. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna do a ridiculous number so everyone knows it's not the real number. But it says offering it for like twelve point four. Mm. And then he his and we're like looking at it and it's not done. And we're like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't know if this is in this neighborhood is gonna be worth it. And then he writes back, if you can get me out of this for like ten million, I'll I'll, I'll be happy. And then I thought, can you imagine getting into houses because you want to be rich, and now you're building houses. And your mind's spinning out of control and you're upside down on a house that you're still building, knowing the market's going down. Yeah. And then you're stressed. Like, my dad did not love law, but he was always stressed about money. That's what the, that's the thing I'm missing. But you don't stress about money. Not really. Yeah. You didn't take that with him. I I mean, it's like your dad's overwhelming stress that getting, not getting that is huge because you don't seem like that guy who's like, I don't know if we can do that. I mean, I don't know if we can afford that. No, I, I don't think I don't think about money often. But that that I think that's a gift of privilege of growing up around money, where you don't have like when we weren't rich. But I, my dad never let us stress about money. Oh. But my dad stressed about money. My dad used to tell tells the same story every fucking time. He's like, you don't understand what it's like. I remember going in to uh, your you know tennis camp, and I didn't have the money to pay for tennis camp. And I remember thinking, I just yeah, I'll write a check, and then I'd go to the office in the morning and be like, fuck. If I move money here, then that check will clear. And then if I move money here, then that check will clear. And right. and like just like I don't stress about money, but I did when I was young. I actually didn't a lot when I was younger either. You never. So I feel like you never did. I, like I feel like your vibe was like I'll figure it out. I fe- yeah, I think that's I'll how I've always felt about money. Is like is like, I, but I also it's why I've always lived modestly. Meaning like our house before, very 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 modest. And I remember people coming there and being like, uh, "This is really small," and I'd be like, "Yeah, but it's but I don't have to worry about it." Yeah, like I didn't. Have to, what our our pay, our payment was like nothing, and I remember. But I so I've always lived like that. So that, I think that's why I don't. I would stress. I remember one time I bought a bought three thousand dollars worth of cigars and a humidor one time, and I put <laughs> that's it so much. I bought. I put it in my car and I went. What did I just fucking do? Like, how did you get suckered in it with someone you know, like a big cigar guy? Is like, well, you got to buy this. Brought me down. Yeah. The cigar. And he goes, you need a humidor. Get it? What? What's the dot dot dot? And the guy goes, well, I got one. He was like, bring it out. Brings it out, opens it up. I was like, oh, it's fucking nice. He goes, this is beautiful. This is one you want. And I go, I'll take it. He goes, well, now we got to fill it up with cigars. And I was like, nice. You're like, over time, yeah, we yeah. can do it later. 
Yeah, we'll get to it as time goes on. I love it's like, it. No, no, I'll get Cubans in there now. All I of them. I it top to bottom and didn't even fucking <laughs> treat it. And they all just fucking went dead. It was like the worst investment. You lost all the cigars Dude, immediately. I fucking, I, I tried to race through them because they started drying out. And then I was smoking like two a day. And I'm just like living in the Hollywood Hills like, oh, fuck. You're that guy. I wish I could be the guy that didn't have a problem spending money. Like the guys that go like, like, uh, fuck, I'd say the name. I'll, I'll say the name. I'm going to say this guy. God damn it. I don't have anything to write on. I'll say the name. I'll show you the name. But like, oh, this is rude even to do. Because so, people are going to guess who it is. Maybe and, they won't. Maybe they won't. <laughs> That's how bad I want you to do. I'm like, just do it. Let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. some people can spend money, and they legit, I sit and go, how much money do you make? I think about that all the time. Like, you have that? Yeah. You have that? That's crazy. I don't, I mean, I don't know enough about it, because I was never good at it. When I was a kid, I never, my parents were always like, you know, they made it seem like it was always tight. You know what I mean? Like, we, like always. Yeah. But they're okay. They were always fine. Like, they always, they both had good jobs. Like, they were fine. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't anything to, you know, we never lived to like a, we never took like extravagant vacation. We never did any of that shit, but we lived fine. We, we never took extravagant vacations once. We, we never, never took once. regular fucking vacations. We went to Orlando and we went to Key West. Those were our two vacations. Yeah, we Florida. Took. That's where Midwest yep. people go to. Orlando we to and Florida. Key West. Yeah. We go to, we do, we go down to Florida and then, you know, my little sister, we went to Disney Disneyland or some shit. I mean, it was like. We never even went to Disney. We, we would go to Orlando to go to Disneyland and my dad would be like. Guys, the, the hotel's so You can much look nicer. at it. It's right there. Yeah, it's right across the street. Me. They don't have water slides at Disneyland, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, we never had any of that shit. But I honestly, like for me, when we were joking with Whitney before this, when she was saying, like, you know, what would it take to get you out? Like, you know, obviously, like, I'm stoked where I'm at right now. There's that weird moment in time where you're like, I don't know if I can just keep doing this. I'll feel good for the rest of my life. I'm sure that's not how life works, but you're yeah. like, God, I'm in like a great little nugget. Where, like, I like what's going on. I like doing the show that I'm doing. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to feel this for a long time. That's interesting you say that. I, I've had a, I've had a, I've, I've, I think the older you get, the more you start having a legit fear of death. Are you scared of dying? I'm terrified. You, you know why? Because you like living. I love it. Yeah, you're like, a, I want to live guy. I want to live forever. I know. If they invent something to make you live forever, you're taking it. Yeah. Even, Is even, Leanne taking it? No. No, she's she out. She can't wait to die. Yeah. <laughs> She can't wait to <laughs> she die. Like, yeah. She's like, I got to get out of this nightmare. This She's is... like, no, that's part of the circle of life. Right. You just kind of, honey, get no. She won't get any plastic surgery. She won't get any. Like, that's nothing, good. Nothing. That shit, don't, you don't need any no, of that. No, but shit. I mean, not saying that I'm asked her, but like I remember like I have uh, sunspots on my face like right here, mm -hmm. like right here. And I go, I want to get them removed. And she goes, no, that's, that's, that's part of the beauty of getting old. That's, you, that shows everyone you've lived. Yeah. You did work on Travel Channel. I go, I don't want that tattooed on my fucking face. <laughs> That's the but first I thing people think of. nine years in the sun. Yeah. Just, and so, yeah, this is the first thing people yeah. see when they go, Travel Channel. Travel Channel. Is this what this is yeah. from? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you got to have, like, you got to have kind of janky teeth. I said that to somebody yesterday. I don't trust people with really, really nice teeth. Yeah. If you have perfect teeth, I'm always like, mm, that's weird. You don't have any chips or stains or crowns or cavities or like, when I meet people that have, and they're not veneers, when they just have normal from when they were teenagers, they got braces and they took care of them constantly. I'm always like, nah, I don't trust. You don't have fun. Yeah. You've never missed a brushing your teeth. You've never gotten a cavity. You've never chipped it on a crawfish shell like I did in Louisiana. <laughs> I was high on mushrooms. I chipped this front too. It's chipped. For real? On a crawfish shell. How, know, you know how are you doing that? Oh, bro. 
we were lit up out of our heads. We were out there for my buddy's bachelor party and um, we had we did a boil, but I got way too baked during the day. Like I was too stoned and too drunk and we had eaten mushrooms and I was like, I was too deep. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Should not have been, I should have functioned a little bit better. Uh-huh. But then they had a crawfish boil and I thought it was, we were going to eat earlier. So I anticipated everything not really kicking in till after the meal. But dude, it took so long for the bo- crab boil. Like I was like <laughs> waiting and I was kept getting baked. It's like the first time I took a Xanax, they were like, we're going to have to delay our fight by two hours. And next thing you know, I pass out on the Dallas-Fort Worth floor in, in like the, just on the tile and the plane just left without Zonked. me. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I took my Xanax too early. Yeah. You missed it. Yeah. You missed the window. <laughs> yeah. I was like planning for the window. It didn't work. And then I was too messed up. And then they had dumped out, you know, they had dumped out all the, the, the crawfish boil. And I knew even looking at it, I was like, I can't eat right now. Like I'm not in a good mind state to eat. I was way too high and drunk. Yeah. But I was like, I really want, I'm, I really want something. I haven't eaten all day. And like the second or third one I grabbed and cracked, because crawfish are like, they're annoying. They're so small. Yeah. There's not enough meat. No, you know what I mean? No. It sucks. So I'm like, I'm like cracking and I'm not really paying attention. I'm talking to my buddy, Sean, and I put one in my mouth and like, I'm so high. I can feel me being like, you know how to eat, but I like, bit down as hard as I could, dude. And immediately I was like, fuck. And I looked at him. I was like, my tooth, my tooth. And in my mind, I was like, my whole tooth had been out of my head. You know, yeah, I was yeah, like, the yeah, whole yeah, tooth yeah, is yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. I go to the bathroom. It's a small little chip, but it's the bottom of my tooth. So you can see it and feel it. And I was so fucking pissed. because That's I was so like, funny. Oh, I didn't I notice fucking... it at all. Yeah, now now I, I notice it when you it. talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And then I, and then the next morning when we go on to get breakfast, um, I was playing with it a lot. Like when you first chip a tooth, you can't stop touching it because yeah. like, your brain is like, how big is it? Is this bad? Is this going to like be an annoying thing? And I'm playing with it in line and this dude had, we had gone to like a few days to get like hush puppies or whatever in the morning and coffee. And he was like, uh, he's like, what's up? what's up with your mouth? And I was like, what? He's like, what, what, what are you doing with your tongue? I was like, oh, I fucking, I chipped my tooth on a crawfish shell and I was high on mushrooms. He's like, that's New Orleans. And I was like, yeah, that is, that's, that's exactly, that's no, I was like, that is exactly right. I was like, thank you. Cause yeah. I was like, it's embarrassing. He's like, no, 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 that's New Orleans. That's yeah. all right. That happens. I was like, yeah, thank you. Cause yeah. all my friends were like, you fucking idiot. You fucking chip your tooth. Who does that? Who but I bit down right through the shell and it cracked immediately. I mean, I knew right away. I was like, fuck, I chipped it. Cause I've chipped this one. I've chipped, I've chipped so many of my teeth over the years doing dumb, like dumb. Most of them it's drunk, dumb shit. I hit a glass on my tooth and I chipped it in a bar, a oh. pint glass. My buddy and I were fucking around, and I did this, and then he pushed me, and then chipped this tooth. Jesus. Yeah. They're made for chipping, dude. Fuck it. I'm, all my teeth are fake. All of them? Yeah, I got hit in the mouth. Like this. Ba- None of those are real. I got hit in the mouth of the baseball bat when I was a kid, <laughs> and so they're all fucking. Dude, I'm sorry, but yeah. of course you got hit yeah, in the of mouth. Of course, with on my 11th baseball. birthday. With an f- aluminum bat. Aluminum Bing. bat, yep. Pass ball. I block it as the catcher. I stand up. Guy's stealing third. I throw the ball over the dude, from behind the dude the batter i throw it behind him throw him out and the guy trying to break up the play brings the bat back and mm. hits me in the teeth it knocked out how many i mean it fucked up like a dozen no 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 it fucked i fucked up all the way i mean i couldn't even really tell you because now everything's crowned in there every right now i only have one i have five real teeth in my mouth that's it. That's it. What about do they do? What about your uh, molars? Molars, yeah, whatever. I got bad molars. Mine are still in there. No, uh, yeah, mine are in there, but they're these. 
One, two, three on this side are crowned. Wait, I mean, they're all crowned. They're all crowned. They're all, all crowned except for five. So I have two on this side, two on this side, one on right here that aren't crowned. But it's, I mean, it was bad. I went into the dentist the other day. I went into the dentist probably like a few months ago, right before we, I, right before, right when my tour ended, my birdie boy tour ended, and the dentist was like, I'm going to have to break your jaw. I'm going to have to reset your jaw. Because I was, I don't know, I think I, 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 first of all, I was born without enamel on my teeth. And I was born with a fucked up jaw angle. So I think to save things at an early age, they started crowning things, but then it ground these teeth back down. Mm. And then they started getting, which is simple wear and tear to a tooth that doesn't have enamel. This guy didn't know it. He thought we were just going to break the jaw and then take out all the teeth and then do implants on all my back molars, reset my jaw so that I could have a closed bite because I don't have a closed bite. Jesus Christ. It was a nightmare. And then I met this doctor. I was like, don't worry. I can fix it. And he just went. Yeah, I know. I know. I like that guy better. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, fuck that. I'll figure it out. Oh, he's from like fucking Guatemala or Peru. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, in our village, this isn't a problem. I don't have a license. Yeah, I take out the donkeys too. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, we're going to. I'll tie you to my car and we'll pull and it'll just make your jaw come forward. He said to me, he goes, he goes, "Uh, I wish I want to do his accent right. He goes, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, oh, but that's perfect, by the way. This, uh, this glass, this is uh, fire. <laughs> okay, we're going to get so close to the fire until we feel the heat. No novocaine. You ready? And I went, hold on. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? Now nah, juice he me goes, up. Don't worry. If it hurts, you tell me. And so he takes a fucking drill and just starts drilling in one of my molars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You feel?" And I was like, "No." You feel? I said, no. And he goes, that's good. And they just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I didn't feel it. And then he was like, this tooth is a good tooth. We got it. Next tooth. And then he goes, and then he goes. So he's drilling without any kind of numbness, nothing. Numbness, no nothing. Just drilling holes in my teeth. And Dude, then, you're, you're the only guy. You're, you're like the guy that can do that. I'm like, shoot my fucking face up. I want to feel nothing. Well, the next one. So then he found a, a raw nerve. I'd had this hole in my back of my tooth that I wasn't fixing. And the, what had happened is. The, the the gums had grown out of the hole. What? It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. Then he had to burn out, cut out all the gums. Didn't feel it. Ugh. Didn't feel it. Oddly enough, didn't feel How, it. Oh, dude. How? And then he found a nerve sticking out, and he goes, "Yeah, we got to get rid of this. We got to cut this. This nerve, like needs like to go. snipping a piece of thread on a shirt. I can't do that. I got a buddy who can do it in about the five minutes. Okay. <laughs> and so we went to this other guy. It was a fucking shit show day. And then next thing you know, we go back, and, and then we go back like a week later. And then, when you were talking about something weird, I had this tooth. The veneer had come off mm. on fully loaded. I was biting into a cigar, and or the bonding, the front of the bonding. And he puts it back on, and he goes, he had, he's like, you have a lot of plaque back there on that tooth. I'm cleaning the plaque off. So he takes the plaque off. There was so much plaque. It feels like it felt like a different tooth. It felt like. Do you not? Are you not brushing enough? No, I don't. I just I've been down to the dentist in ten years, so I don't get my teeth cleaned. Ten years. Ten years. Oh, bro. Yeah. We gotta up it. No. When was the last time you went to a doctor? Uh, every fucking night. I just uh, last week. Wait, why? I go to the doctor all the time. Just to make sure you're still good. All the time. I go to the doctor. Checking in. Probably. I, I, there was. I, I would say. I say every nine months. I have been to the doctor this year. Probably every three months. What for? I was at the doctor in April. And then, then I was in, this was my last, it was December, then April, then, uh, then right now, this last week. 
because you're scared of something or just because you're checking in? I go in. I I'm, I think I'm always going in just making sure everything's okay. And what are they, when they run your vitals, they're like, you're fine. Uh, I mean, I, to the point where I go, I think your machine might be broken. I was like, I was like, are, like, because my blood pressure, when they do it, when they do it with their hearing, uh-huh. I'm like, eh, 120 over 9, one, uh, 85, you're perfect. And 120 over 70, you're perfect. And I'm like, it's not what I get at home. No, at home, you de- you test yourself. I test myself every day. I tested it today. It was- Are you a hypochondriac? N- yes, I am. But I I definitely have strokes and, and heart attacks run in my family. So I test my blood pre- my blood pressure every day. Today, it was 120 over 85. Um, I don't even know if that's good. I have no idea about numbers. For real? I don't know what I am. Do you want to take your blood pressure right now? Sure. I know I have a slow heart rate. Do you really? Yeah, super slow. Like 50. I'm going to get something from my car real fast. What are you looking for? I got you something. Just for fun. I have a bit of this. Because I was like, this guy's a hat guy. Yeah. So I signed a hat for you. See? What a sweetheart. Oh, what a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. Display it. Put it on display. Oh, look at this. You know, and that's going to be worth something someday. That will be. Yeah, someday it'll be worth something. Your signature's already too long. You're going to lose your (laughs) I know. You know what's so funny? I used to just do my AS, like just AS. That's what you should do. I know, but no, that's not true. I don't know who told me this story. God, I wish I remember what celebrity it was. Oh, it was a golfer or something like that. And he had said, um, he had watched someone else sign. Like, like, like it was like, like Jack Nicholas. It was one, yeah. of, uh, one of those guys. And he was like, why are you signing like that? And the guy's like, what do you mean? I'm just, he's signing golf balls and signing shirts. And he's like, no, come on, man. That kid took the time to take time out of his day to ask you for his autograph. Make, make it so he can read it when he gets home. And I like remembered that years and years ago. And wow. I was like, oh, I should sign my whole name. So I almost always sign my whole name. That's because, dude, it's weird when you go sign a thing. Like, I just did a charity event, and we signed guitars like that, acoustics. And 90% of the signatures, I was like, you can't fucking read any of these. Nobody knows who any of it is. That's interesting. I signed, I made the mistake of signing my name, Bert. Yeah. So my signature, my signature and my autograph are not the same. Right, right. I know, right, same. So, my, so but, yeah. but, but I still am pretty much a Bert person. So, my, I mean, I don't write the Kreischer, yeah, but I wrote Bert. Much. And then I write the machine underneath it. And it drives me nuts when I have to sign a ton of autographs. I go, I should have just written Bert. Or just the machine. Or machine. Yeah. Yeah, I no, Bert's enough. Let me see. All right. So this goes on your right arm. I don't think this I'm goes angry. right here. This goes what? Right here, right? right? Yeah, slide it over to the dead center. Slide it over to dead center. This? Yep, perfect. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to put you into player two. <laughs> Dude, look at how nice your nails are. Are you nuts? Uh, I just got them done yesterday. Jesus Christ! It's a, it's a. I've never done that before. The for real? Yeah, look at how shitty my fingers are. All right. I it, play golf too much. My hands get all torn. I up. just got them done yesterday because we're going to Italy and the girls were you getting theirs like done. You want to look like a fancy boy? These I get are it. acrylic, I think. Not acrylic. Uh, here, let's see. I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you. If you're, I can tell you before your blood pressure is done if it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be one. I'm going to say one thirty-five over eighty-five. Okay. That I take mine so much that you, I that you, I like that's you know I can tell by the top when it what number it stops at, and then I can tell the way it's dancing here where it's at. What is it? 134 over seventy five. One thirty four over seventy five. I said one thirty four over. What did I say? One thirty four over seventy eighty five. Oh, I'm high blood pressure. Uh, yeah, you're high, well. You're not well. These are all weird to 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 look at because. I like it. 140, 140 is hypertension. So you're not 140. And by the way, you didn't train for this. 
So like, and this end, by the way, it's towards the end of the day. There's so many factors in this. I was just going to say, and I haven't eaten in a while. Yeah, no, you, I wouldn't worry about that. But your fucking heart rate's 58. 58. See, it's usually lower. It's usually like 50. Segura's is like 42. Yeah, mine's usually like f- in, the, in the high 40s or 50s. Yeah, I wouldn't be concerned about this at all. What's your, what's your heart rate? Uh, it's 65 is my resting heart rate. Yeah, I've never been over. I've never, almost never been over 60 in my life. And, and I you thought that was and weird. You, you drink. Oh, yeah. But I like to run a lot. Uh, me too. And so I when you out. run, it usually makes your heart rate go lower. Uh, my my heart rate has gotten really good since I've been, I've been working out really hard lately. Yeah. But my heart rate, that, that's what's lowered my blood pressure. 135, they say, is prehypertension, stage one. But I wouldn't worry about that because it's late in the day. This is my that's dad it. always says I got high me. blood pressure. I'm going to no. die soon. Uh, you're probably, if you you want to take your blood pressure in the morning before you take your meds. That's, that's how you what take I've heard. Yeah, pressure. first thing in the morning is when you First thing in the morning, and I guarantee you'd be 120 over... Fucking sixty nine, you'd have great, you have great blood pressure. Do you have, Less than just start heart, how do your people in your family die? My dad is still alive, which is miraculous because he spent like twenty or I don't even know how many years like uh, on drugs, using what? drugs. Yeah, yeah, in prison. What prison guy? How yeah. did I not know any of this? Yeah, my dad was a my dad was an addict, is an addict. I mean, he's been sober for a long time. But was in prison when I was a kid for drugs. Really? Yeah, not for anything. Like, he didn't do anything to anyone. He just couldn't get off the fucking... What was it? Cocaine? Loved to toot, dude. Yeah, really? loved cocaine. Yeah. Really? And I'm sure everything else. Once you start, you would. what else is it, you know? Uh, but he's alive and well and hasn't died yet. His dad died at 94. Uh, my grandmother died of a massive stroke and heart attack, and she was huge. She was a big lady. She was as big as this dude. She was bigger than this fucking table. Really? She used to wear moo's every day. You know, really? Yeah, dude, every day. She was a big, big old lady, dude. She just, all she did was smoke cigarettes inside, drink coffee, eat pastries. I never saw her like walk in the neighborhood. Never. Really? I never saw my grandmother outside of the house. My grandfather was the polar opposite. He was skinny as a rail. He worked, you know, had like three jobs. He was a hustler. He worked at the dog track and at the horse track. Your parents' parents? This is my dad's parents. My mom's your, parents, yeah, parents. My mom's parents. yeah. My parents' parents. My mom's <laughs> that's parents how are dead. Work. Yeah, yeah. That's my parents' parents. My mom's mom just died at ninety-one, and my grandfather died. Yeah, like a decade ago, but he died from lung cancer because he was a firefighter who smoked. So you have great genetics. Pretty good, man. Like everyone in my family is pretty fit. Like my sister eats dog shit. Dog shit. Drinks parties. She's the best but is in phenomenal shape really? and works out sometimes. How much do you weigh? 195. And you're 6'1"? Six 6'1", one? Six one, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. But my whole family's like that. It's deceiving where you're like, everyone's in pretty good shape, but your insides, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, the whole, that's why you go to the doctor because you're what, like, money mm, you never know. When, when you, I just got tested for colon cancer. Like I just, because I was like, you never know. But there, but it's, it's cancer's a weird thing that if it's not, if it's not in your family, if it's not the thing people in your family die from, you're probably not going to get it. Yeah. I think they're saying cancer is like pretty much genetic, meaning like... It's got to be. It, it, because it's like people get cancer that uh, that don't do bad shit to their body. They still get cancer. Kids get fucking cancer. Yeah, what is that about? Ooh. What is that about? What are you doing if there's a God? Yeah, when kids get it and shit like that, like, yeah, like I did that charity thing for St. Jude's. I do a bunch of those things for them. You got to come, dude. You got to come golf. Fuck St. Jude's. Really? Are they no, shit? Dude, they no, they they. I mean, I've I've said this before. 
I donated. I mean, I've donated to them before, but I, I did Guys Grocery Games Challenge, and I get donated like $15,000 to St. Jude's, which mm-hmm. is what you win. And I was like, they're my charity. And then never heard from it. Like, never heard, like, you know, never heard anything. You know, it was on television. Give you the love that well, you Well, it's wanted. like it's like one thing I give them 15000 That's one thing. But I'm talking about St. Jude's yeah. on yeah. on. All right, well, that's it. I'm not doing it ever and, again. And I wear a St. Jude miraculous medal. I'm like a St. Jude dude. This medal saved my life. Like the way this St. Jude means so much to me. Then I come up with that, you know, the weight staff uh, raffle. Yeah. Um, I, I start doing that. And then we said, hey, we should pair with a charity and like really make this a big thing. And so I said, you know, let's do St. Jude's. I'll, whatever they we get, I'll match. I'll give to St. Jude's. And they said... No, thank you. We don't want to be associated with uh, with you. And wait, and why? Because of alcohol. Like uh, because I, I I I'm a comic and I talk dirty and and I was no like shit. And I was just like big what? bummer. I was like so bummed. And the, and and my managers and agents were like, we reached out. There's like companies like that, like combos. Mm. Fucking combos was cool as fuck. I I made a t- viral tweet about them and it went viral. And then they hit me up. They were really cool. They were like, dude. And this this isn't the people that run the company. These are the dudes that run their social media. Yeah, the marketing yeah, guys. The yeah. marketing guys. They're like, dude, we haven't gone viral ever. You just went took us viral. How can we pay you back? And I said, just combos. I love combos. Send me combos. They sent literally cases of com- like so many combos to my house that that's all we ever had on the podcast was combos. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, and then you know, agents, managers are like, what would you do if you could do anything? What would you do with uh, combos? And I said, how about a combos comedy tour where you take two different types of comic. Put them together. Combos. Combo, baby. All we're asking is combos to throw product on the thing. Maybe kick each of the comics. Match with the club will pay them. You know, whatever. So, right. like, so like each comic walks with five grand. But, you you know, which, you know, is more for a weekend than we were getting paid back in the day. Yeah. Maybe 10 grand. Oh, that would be great. Not It's a drop in the bucket for the company. But more importantly, it's good branding. Two different flavors. Combos. That work to, yeah. Where are you at, combos? And they said, uh, they said no, thank that. you. We don't want to work with you. The hires up. I'll fun. tell you, I'm going to write the name no, down because right, I, I don't want to fucking down. burn this to the bridge. Also, by the way, I do love combos. I still fuck I with them. I fucking love what combos. What do you go to? What you, pepperoni? Oh, oh, no. Buffalo and buffalo. Really? That's your, buffalo that's the cheese. best, huh? Buffalo blue I cheese. I still think pepperoni pizza is my favorite. Spicy honey mustard is good, but it's not as good as... Uh, this company right here... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically said, within a breath, you're friends with Joe Rogan. We don't want to work with you. Really? They they, were, they took a stance they, on that. They weren't not they. It was one young fucking cunt in their fucking <laughs> in their fuck on their fucking team that clearly has a, ro- a problem with Rogan and decided to speak their mind in this meeting. And I immediately was I have like, to "Know something?" Because now I have to look up because I want to say what what boggles my mind is when someone says something like, uh, "Well, you know what? You know why, right? You know why? That's not a pen. That's a vape what? pen. Jesus." <laughs> I don't want to say the. It's because of this person. Oh yeah, and so, and so, and by the way, I I've been such a fan of this co- company for so long. I had a big plan to do something with them, and, see, and got on a phone call. Everyone's like, "Bam, bam, bam! This is going to be great. This is going to be great. Awesome to work with you. Can't wait to do something." Yeah, and then this person came out with some very aggressive, like, like. Uh, like, is this about money? What do you want from, do you want money from us? And I was like, whoa, this is, and in my head, I'm like, well, yeah, I always take money. And then this person was like, 
how do you feel about dot dot dot? And I went, I don't know, no, I don't think about it. Doesn't I, exist to you? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, you're bringing it up. I don't know. I'm, I definitely would never bring that up randomly. Yeah. And they're like, well, what? Do you, and they just very aggressively said some things about people that listen to this podcast, people listen to Rogan's podcast, <clears throat> assuming things about them that wasn't accurate. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I said, actually, I'm kind of offended right now. I'll be very honest. I'm offended by the way you're. Like, it's just a crazy thing. It's like me saying to you. It's like it's kind of like what if I said to you about like you hate black people, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Tell me why your friend you have a, your friends with someone who said some weird things about black people, and you're like, hold on, what the fuck are you doing? I hate the f- who the fuck says that yeah, to any yeah, human yeah. being. But I do, for the record. I, <laughs> it's just like, but that, but they'll clip that. They'll use that. Be like, he wasn't even kidding. He wasn't joking at all when he said no. But that's the pro- dude. Context is lost completely. But we're also getting like the snake is eating its own tail, which I like to say a lot now because I you see people like. The people that throw the stones the hardest, they don't look at themselves ever, ever, ever. They don't want to see when they make mistakes. And when you get self-righteous about stuff, like nothing makes me laugh harder than, I had a tweet one time that Brennan Neal hit me up, was like, that was great. Because when people were like deleting Uber off their phone because the CEO was, do you remember this dude? It was like, people were deleting Uber like eight years ago or something because something about like they had funded a, Hamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they funded maybe like it was like an anti-gay marriage thing or something, whatever. Like someone yeah. in the company had donated to a thing that went, whatever the case. But then people were like, get it off your fucking phone, delete Uber. And of course, now everyone still uses it. But I was like, how self-righteous that people are like, delete Uber. Yeah, see that delete Uber. What was it about? 200,000 people leave their Uber after a weekend. Uh, I don't remember what it was about. I but, can't uh, pronounce but, one yeah, of yeah. the people's names. Prathan Churagasagam, bam. Yeah, 2017. There, there you go. Donald Trump announced his travel ban. The ban was protesting, including whatever the fuck it was. My point is, I was like, people are so, you know, like everyone's so like self-righteous and indignant about being like, delete Uber. I'm like, yeah, delete Uber off your phone made by Chinese slave kids. Like, yeah. how fucking righteous are you? Your clothes are made by children in a factory. Sorry, most yeah. of them. These are made by kids, dude. It's, yeah. And it's detrimental. So you're like, you're mad at the Uber guy for some political shit, whatever. But this kind of stuff's okay. Whenever somebody gets picky about that, I'm always like, nah, dude, all your shit, everything we do has a bad root to it. I'm the, sorry. The second you throw a rock, yeah, it's shattering something. Yes, dude. I don't say, I I try. I'm mean, even even say even this is how uh, not aware I am because I'm not entirely aware. But this is how aware <laughs> I am of what I just said. I won't say that I don't say anything because I know that I've said stuff. Right. Like, but I, that's why I'm like, I try to stay out of it because I go. Like I've I've had tweets where I start I remember I remember I lit up Anthony Bourdain. Mm. This is when I was on Travel Channel. Mm. I was on Travel Channel. You're like I hope this guy dies in the next couple of years. I was you know drunk and I'm I'm sitting on Twitter. I I, I must have been it was when he it was when he was still alive, and and I li- I was a big fan of Anthony Bourdain and he's posted a picture of him about to get on a private jet, and I just got I don't know why I don't know why I don't know if it was because I failed at travel to, I don't know, whatever the real reason yeah. I've, I I came after him. It's never I, the thing. It's something behind it's, it. It's not really, like, I don't really, I just was like, what the fuck, dude? So what like, did you I was say? Like, I was like, when did, um, see if you can type in Bert Anthony Bourdain private jet. I'm pretty sure I deleted it. I'm sure someone had to have screen grabbed Someone's it. Someone's got There's it. There's no way I, de- I, I deleted it immediately because I was like, I was like, great, I guess all our heroes are dead or something. When Anthony Bourdain is bragging that he's on a private jet, so there was like something about him being punk rock, 
I was like, dude, the fuck's wrong with Anthony Bourdain? We've lost Anthony Bourdain or something like that. I hit send. <laughs> 30 seconds later, there is a picture of me bragging I'm on a private jet. I, and I thought I had never flown on a private jet. I really thought I've never flown on a private jet. I'm not guilty. Anthony Bourdain has no idea what Twitter is. <laughs> Go back. To that me. was probably what you tweeted after you said it. This is June 10th. Yeah, this that's is, after yeah. you said it. Oh, first. This is June 10th. So 12 years ago, you sh- took shots at fucking Anthony Bourdain. 12 years ago, I took shots at Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> like and, it. Yeah, hard it. <laughs> and then, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then, and then, and then immediately, like, someone was like, so you're saying you never take pictures of yourself on a private jet? And I was like, uh, I've never been on a private jet, and I never would. And then within seconds, someone was like, here's you on a private jet, taking pictures with cash out. Like going like, hey. Yeah. And by the way, type in Burt Private Jet, all you'll see. There's a, it's fun. When you go to a private jet, it's such a treat. You're like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hiding this. This is the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Everyone does it. And who was I to brag? Look, there's me all in matching tracksuits. There's me with Mark Hamill. There's me with Tom. I mean, I'm like, all I do is take pictures on a private jet. But fuck Anthony Bourdain. That was it. That was it. There's that was the that was the uh, there's a picture of me with these girls, but that's the private jet. That's the private jet. <laughs> who are those? Who are these people from Travel that's Channel? From Trip Flip, yes, yeah, from Trip Flip. And so uh, Travel Channel gave you a fuck or put you guys on a private jet. Well, twice, and it was two of the worst experiences I've yeah, ever that's had. That's fucking nuts. They flew us from Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine on a private jet, and we were like, nice. Oregon to Maine. Oregon to Maine. No fucking way. And that's so far. Nice. Uh, five stops. Oh yeah, to fill up. Yeah, because they're small. <laughs> yeah, that's tiny. so funny. It was tiny. Every private so jet I'm that, in is but tiny. But that version of TV is dead. That kind of money of doing private jet shit, that's fucking gone. It's gone. There's crazy? no money in TV right now. What, 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 Nothing. What, what's going on with... Uh, what, We're what, doing what, a new Dave in season three. In like, uh, I was about to call it Dickie. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. My, my bus driver loves... Oh, what's Dickie. his name? What's your dude's name? I see Ron. You on, yeah, he Ron. Loves, yeah, yeah, yeah. loves little Dickie. Wait, you guys race? You foot raced him, right? Yeah. And he, you fucked him up. He beat me. Oh, he won? Yeah. Oh, I thought you won. He's a fat fuck, too. Yeah, Not he, anymore. Now he's skinnier than I am. He's, you know what's so funny? Uh, we got on a bus one time for a Hot Summer's Nights, and we all get our COVID tests, and we get all the fucking results, and we're like, great, we're ready to go. Yeah, this is him fucking lighting me up. Smoking Here, you, wait, huh? wait, wait, wait. Listen to this. Ron this is him. Well, I had just gone jogging. Don't, don't. I had no just excuses. worked out, and he's like, I bet I could beat you in a... But this, mind you, I want everyone to know, and Ron will deny that he's my employee because but the money does come from me. He gets paid by the bus company, but I pay the bus company. He goes, no, he's get, I go, technically, you're my employee. Technically, I employ you. Yeah. He denies that, but this is um, technically my employee talking to me at work, okay? I bet $1,000, all the money in my fucking pocket, that fat boy right here can't beat me in a foot race right now. Put your sneakers on. I mean, he said nothing incorrect. That's the problem. Yeah, but this, this, he stands yeah. by his. Yeah, he's at, fat too. He's well in this picture. He's lost a lot of weight, and I'll tell you why when we get done this. I know I'm gonna win, but I'm legit nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zeus as the judge. And Ron yeah. are about to have a foot race, which looks to be about what he would say 40 yards, man. Yeah, about 40 yards. If either one of them pulls a hamstring, this tour is over. Burt's the headliner. Ron's the only person who can drive the bus. No one on this tour should be racing, but the people who would, it would be safe to be racing would be me and Dave. If you win, I give you your 100 bucks back. Gentlemen, on your mark. See, if we had started this race, I would have won. Go! 
Ron. Stop, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if that was a false start. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, you're behind. Look at the way he runs. Those little legs. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, shit! That's nuts. Oh, shit! Oh, my God. That's a photo finish, though, dude. Let me see a replay. Oh, here we go with the bullshit. <laughs> oh, you got oh, me, I got beat. <laughs> I, I paid a thousand dollars. And your winner is Ron. Yeah. Ron got that money, didn't so, he? Yeah, but here's what's interesting. This is what, what's fascinating. So we get on the bus to do this, and and I we were I take Ron's blood pressure as a lark. Uh-huh. It's I'm ballparking it right now. 190 over 120. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. He's like, literally dead. He's like, is that good? We're like, is that good? Yeah. I go, Ron, it's really bad. Ron, it's great. <laughs> it's great if you want to be a corpse in like yeah. an hour and a half. It's amazing. I go, it's really bad, buddy. And he goes, so what are we going to do? I said, I'm getting you on blood pressure medicine immediately. Is he losing weight now? So so we get him. So I call Stacy, who run, like, runs kind of Birdie Boy Productions. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you need to get Ron a doctor's appointment on the phone with someone tomorrow morning. We need to get him on blood pressure medicine tomorrow morning. He needs to be on blood pressure medicine. So he does all the things, get it set up, gets on blood pressure medicine, and then immediately starts taking care of himself because he's like, oh, shit, I was going to have a stroke. Like, I was going to have, I could have a stroke or a heart attack very easily. For sure. Then they're like, oh, you're pre-diabetic. And he's like, oh, shit. So then he just... I, t- I tell him, I go, switch to diet Mountain Dew. It's just as fucking good. He's drinking Mountain Dew all day long. He's drinking Mountain Dew all day long. Just yeah. Mountain Dew. Switches <laughs> to diet Mountain Dew. Now he's skinnier than me, and all he does is fucking make fun of me because I'm fat. Is he going to be your bus driver again? He'll be my bus driver forever. For the rest of your life? He's, yeah, he pulled a gun on me, and I still be my bus driver. What? He pulled a gun on me. Type in Ron pulls a gun on Bert. See if you can find it. Why? You did never he, saw this? No. Why the fuck oh. did he pull a gun on you? Because Well, he'll say because I had a taser, and that... I brought a taser to a gunfight. Did gun you bring fight. a taser? I did have a taser, <laughs> and I was going to tase him. And then he, he pulled a gun on me. It's. Uh, Does he travel with a gun on the bus? I should say no. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron's not big into looking into the law too heavily. He. Uh, yeah, but that's who you want as your bus driver. Yeah, Ron's. I want someone the, doing he, this down. He's like down for the family. He's the best man. We we got in New York. Some guy was like trying to get on the bus or like say something. And Ron got out and legit shirt off, hands up, ready to go. Let's go, motherfucker! And the guy was like, "Oh shit, I'm about you to can, fight." You can't take you can't take people's uh, people's instinct away from him like that. This is bad. I don't know what I said to Yo Nate Diaz and Nick Diaz. Fuck. Let's see. I'm sure it's bad. Our bus oh. driver Ron thinks he can kick your asses. We're coming through Stockton. <laughs> see you there. He did say he could beat both their asses. Dude, they would annihilate him. He, I, you know? They're nuts. Dude, those dudes are nuts. They're bred from the streets. Those dudes are insane. You see the way that they Who, fight. Ron's never been knocked out? No, Diaz. When Diaz, Ron's probably not been knocked out either. He's got that fucking thing on his hip. When you see Nate Diaz get hit in the head over and over and over and over again, it doesn't even stum- he doesn't even stumble. It's like creepy to watch. You're like, oh, this is not even a person anymore. So, okay. So one MMA fighter you had to take into a bar because, okay, so your wife cheats on you. Oh, you're, oh, how about this? Your wife gets roofied. He doesn't do anything to her, but roofied by a guy who missed his opportunity, right? Okay. All of a sudden, some people walked in. They see him. He runs out. They grab your wife. They're like, what happened? She's unconscious. She comes home. She's like, that guy's in the bar with his friends. 
And and all of a sudden, Rogan texts. He's like, "Here, I'm here with. I'm happy to be down the street with every MMA fighter. Would you like me to send one over to you to go confront this guy? Yeah. What one MMA fighter do you take with you?" Oh my god, that's so hard. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna go with the heavyweight without a doubt. You got to go with the top weight class. Okay, smaller guys, fine. They can they can punch you a bunch, but I want a guy who's like two or three hits are gonna fucking just and you know what I mean. Like a young Cormier, I would have taken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, currently. I mean, John Jones would be John fun. John Jones would be super fun. I mean, yeah, you got to take a heavyweight. Nagano would fucking, yeah. Someone that would just like disconnect or do you someone's want, face. Or hang on. Hang about this. Think about this. What, what, style, guys, what style bender's weight? He's like uh, middleweight. Yeah, he's, he's middleweight. He's like one. It would be fun to have a style bender in there to get four or five punches off before right. anyone knew what was going on. I guess I just want like... I, like just like the like same way Tyson esque like when Tyson would land one solid punch and it was so hard you knew it like shook the guy's fucking history out of his head yeah that's what I want to see I want to see like one such a good one punch that you're like dude I not, he knocked that kid back like four years um Joe Schilling <laughs> Joe Schilling Joe Schilling Joe Schilling easily in any bar Joe fight. Schilling would be because I'm easily I punch that guy fucking knock that guy out of the bar it would be fun. It would be fun if you could like. I guess I think I'm pi- about to pitch you bully beatdown. <laughs> yeah, I'm an executive. Give it to me. I'm about to pitch you. The they show were bullied that- when they were young, and now you can get revenge. <laughs> what was his name that ran that? May that was Mayhem. Mayhem. Show. Yeah, Mayhem. Mayhem. Jason May- yeah, Jason May- Mayhem. I've seen him around. He's around a ton. I've seen. I run into him every now at the clubs. At the he's going to he come comes around comedy, comedy like yeah. all the time. Yeah, it would be fun to have the abilities of one of these fighters. I think I wouldn't handle it responsibly. Yeah, nobody would. That's the problem. Like, you have to have so much coaching around you. Or you just live remotely. Like, you live in the middle. I would live in, like, you know, like Reykjavik. You ever been to Iceland? No. So cool, dude. For real? Oh, I loved it. I went to interview the mountain from Game of Thrones. Oh, God. Strongest man in the world. I thought you were like, I was like, how many drugs were you on? (laughs) (laughs) How long have you been here? (laughs) I went to fucking, I went to Reykjavik for this sports show. And we were there for, like. How big is the mountain? I mean, it's just, it's it's it. Honestly, it's com- it's like comical. You're like that. It doesn't look like a real guy. Really? Look at the, look up the stats of the mountain, and then you you see his wife, and no disrespect, but you're like he must destroy this. She's such a tiny little person. He's a fucking moose, dude. And he took really? me to his gym, uh, uh, Yakubal, and he takes me to this fucking gym, and it looked like a bunch of fucking like guys fresh out fresh out the clink, really like, lifting with him. On the wall, he had this sign that said, no Armenyar, which means no pussies. And he was like, you have to lift with us. And I was like, we're shooting a show. Six feet nine, 400 pounds. Jesus Christ. He just got ripped too, didn't he? Yeah, dude. Like he just lost a bunch of weight to yeah. get shredded for a fucking MMA fight. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> dude, he's the, he's the fucking man. Look at his wife. Look at how tiny she is next. <laughs> All right, dude. Think what you will. I mean, holy fuck. He'd put a dent in my wife, and my wife's bigger than that. <laughs> dude, he's look at how big that dude is. Look at how small his wife is. When she, I met her, I like I, I almost felt bad for her. I was like, oh man, what does he do? A lot of blowjobs. <laughs> it's kind of like I'll suck it again. <laughs> yeah, unhinges yeah. <laughs> her jaw like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, yeah, he made me work out with them, but made me actually work out with them. Not like fake. We're on TV shit. Like you have to work out. So I did a fucking hour and a half workout with these guys, and I was it was. I was fucking pissed. I was exhausted. He was I like, bet. more, more. And I was like, dude, I can't. We I w- can't fucking lift like you. I, it's impossible. Uh, no, look at him shredded. 
Holy fuck. He's still 6'9 in that picture. 6'9, and at that point, he's probably 3, what? I don't know. 320? Yeah, 325. I mean, dude, he, he, was, he was such a cool dude, man. Such a fucking dope dude. He taught, t- he taught me how he throws kegs. Have you ever seen them do like keg throws and all this yeah, stuff? Yeah, he so he, All the time, I do them he, all the time. <laughs> he taught me how to do it and how like his technique is. I mean, it's like, it's the same thing when you go to a professional athlete and watch, like when you watch BP on a baseball and you're like, holy fuck, the yeah. way that these guys can hit and how they control the, the way that, how it comes off the bat and where it goes and distances yeah. and aiming. It's the same thing with this dude. The way he threw a keg was, it was comical. It looked like a cartoon. Really? I mean, it was like 30 feet in the fucking air. It was nuts, dude. Wow. I so 123 out. from 400, <clears throat> still nuts. I worked out with Martin Ford. Type that in. I did leg day with this guy. Oh, dude. No thanks. Look at this guy. He's probably, I don't know if he's 6'9". See what, how tall he is. So juiced, by the way. He's, I'm certain. <laughs> look at those shoulders. They look like they got put on. Like, it's have, like, like He-Man. Like, you, like they attached them afterward. 3'10", 6'8". Yeah. All right, so almost as big as my workout partners, he but that's all right. was so much fun look to be that. around. He was the funniest, goofiest, silliest guy. Like lighthearted, this dude. Huh? So fun. And then once you get into the gym, all that changes. And he is like, <laughs> he is like, he's supposed to fight that Hulk. Look, look at that Hulk guy. Look at the Hulk guy. Next there, that that guy. Nah, dude, why? <clears throat> yeah, of course. I know, but he's, yeah. he's supposed to fight him. And I think what happened is that guy, the Iranian Hulk's photoshopped. So, like, that's not real pictures. It's photoshopped. Well, look, they have a real picture of him right there. Where? Down on the left. Isn't that real? Right, right there, down. Go down. Isn't that real? That's real, right? No, he... The that's one on the fake? Left, that's, it's all photoshopped. So, like, apparently he met him and he's just a very fat guy. That looks photoshopped. That definitely looks photoshopped. That looks like what it looks like. Yeah, the, that looks... What it, like, I think there's a belly there. I think there's a lot of soft left tit. Not to talk shit about the Iranian Hulk. I don't know <laughs> no, you are. Hulk. And you heard it here, Iranian <laughs> Hulk. Bert wants to fight. So, bring it on. At your leisure. I photoshopped myself in one of those pictures to look big. You can get yourself looking fucking jacked. I've never, I've never manipulated go to my a photo. Go to my Instagram. Oh, I do it for a joke. I don't do it for real. No, I know, but I know, but like <clears> some <throat> people manipulate photos for just because they want. They're like, why not make it look a little bit nicer? Uh, I do that with it. my dick sometimes. Yeah, you do. You plump it. I fucking hardcore. And what happens is that's funny. Like I've done that. You, you actually look like a dude. You can look like the dude. That's photoshopped. <laughs> That one's definitely photoshopped. Like I photoshopped that, it's and people were losing so their well, fucking dude, shit. Well, dude, hotels. That's that's fucking ridiculous. That's photoshopped. But I, but I, like I'll do it now. I did one the other day on my Instagram, and everyone's like, "You photoshopped the original one." And I was like, "No, it's just a good angle, motherfucker." I remember the uncensored version of this picture. You actually was your dick out? Your dick oh, yeah. out? Oh yeah. And it was fucking disgusting. Wait, you saw it? You showed everybody. I did? Yeah, of course. That's always good for the company. That's good company morale. <laughs> you got to show the boys your fucking hog. You guys signed fucking, NDAs, right? It was hilarious. I yeah, don't know. you're fine. Uh, that one, the Houston, uh, that Houston Improv picture, you can see my, the tip of my dick in it. Oh, dude, you can. You can. You can. Go back. Yeah. That's so funny. And that's still up? Yeah. Oh, it's Twitter. Twitter, dude, there's full-on porno on Twitter. That's Photoshop. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can, see, you can find my balls on Twitter. It's porno on Twitter. It's so funny. It was like, 
there's like Instagram. I get flagged like being Bobby put up a we were like in um Oh Bobby gets you flagged easy. Dude, we got flagged. We got flagged and then I got striked and then I got I had a I had someone help me try to like take That's it down. my real dick. I, I was I was doing a That dot looks more <clears throat> more true. I was doing a Instagram or I was doing a Facebook live and I was like or Instagram live and I was like, What's up everybody? Just hanging in my pool naked and they're like, You're not naked and I go, No, I fucking am and I was like, Look, and I looked at the shadow in the pool. And I could see the shadow, so I kind of backed up, so that so that the shadow you just couldn't see anything on the shadow. Uh. And I, I thought it was the edge of the wall. It was just shadow. <coughs> you could see my dick so clear. <laughs> and I was posing naked, and everyone's like, "I see your dick. I see your dick." That got screen Judy, grabbed. Was that? That got screen grabbed. A oh, it lot. got screen grabbed a, a lot. lot. Judy uh, Brown, Judy Marmel, hit me up and was like, uh, "Get off your phone. You're showing everyone your dick." <laughs> yeah i saw that you putting your dick in a sock too doing uh what's it, uh josh's thing it's so funny i did that years ago no one watched it and then the other day the guys that uh oh that's new that's not new no that's oh i thought that was i thought you seven just did years it. ago oh yeah i saw it all over there were pictures all over the internet <laughs> 1.2 million it's nice that the boys participated though jeremiah's got his dick in there margaret cho helped us figure out how to keep our dicks in there margaret cho knows how to tuck dicks and socks huh by the way that's a fat pubis that's the one thing I'd get rid of. If Dude, I the whole time everyone's thinking they're like, "Don't, please, don't come off. Please, sock, don't come off." That's that is everyone. You're like, please. On the side. Did you guys rubber band it or anything to make sure it stayed on or That's no? That's how we yeah we cock ring rubber band right, it. Right, you cock ring it. Yeah, KFC Kevin put right, this right. Out. He did it. He was just out here. I was how many f- views does that have? One point two million. Yeah. Great. Yep. Great. Huge. Great. Keep I that wish. rotating. I'm gonna retweet that when yeah. I get home. <laughs> yeah, KFC put that up. By the way, I got a hit up from. Do you ever do busting with the boys? I haven't done it. But oh, I, but I, I mean, I've seen it online, but I haven't done it. It's I do not it. what it's hyped up to be. Why? It's whack. <laughs> what? I'm kidding. Oh, I'm like, I what got, the fuck? I got a text from Will and Taylor today. Fucking, uh, that got me flagged. For hundred percent. Um, I did. I got a text. I, I was talking to Whitney. Whitney's like, what? Three, what five podcasts should I do if I go to New York? And I was, and but all they did, all they do is they go, okay, you got to do these are the five best podcasts. But we're talking about New York. Yeah. I go, you know, um. Uh, Big Cat, uh, you know, pardon, the, pardon my take. Right. Uh, KFC Radio, Are You Garbage? Saint, uh, uh, fucking, you know what I'm gonna say? Schultz. Yeah, we, I, I name out all the best podcasts, and then uh, and then the Bustin' with the Boys guys hit me up, and they're like, uh, "My heart is broken. You didn't fucking mention us." And I was like, "It wasn't the five best podcasts in the world. Like it was, it was fucking just in New, just York. In New York. Yeah, but their their podcast is funny shit." It's good. I've seen some of it. I, I they like, got they got us energy. Yeah, yeah. Like they have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like fun. there's the rule. Like there, like I think sometimes I was sitting on the toilet the other day and I was laughing at a joke that was super inappropriate and I was like, I bet I could tell that in the special. And then I was like, Am I unaware of what's going on in society? Like, am I? It's better that way. Yeah. I go, Otherwise, you're thinking too much, dude. I'm about to tape. I'm about to do a special. I have to go. Yeah, you have to go. Oh, oh yeah. I do. Yeah, what time do. is it? Oh shit! All what right. time? What are you gonna do with wife? I'm eight thirty. What are you gonna do? Dinner. See this? It's nice, man. I'll show and you inside my house. There's gonna be fighting. It's a nightmare. No, nah, I go that? home. It's gonna be easy. It'll be nice. No, but I'm about to tape, and honestly, and I haven't taped anything in a long time. And uh, what are you taping? I'm taping a special. Where? Denver. At where? September twenty fourth, Paramount Theater. I don't know when this comes out, but they're about to be on sale. I don't know if the tickets um, are... The, this will be out. I mean, you tell, let us know and they can flip this one in Whitney. Whenever. I mean, the tickets... This will, will be out This will be out in August. 
Okay, yeah, September 24th. I'm going to be at the Paramount Theater in Denver. I'm, we, we just locked it like the other day. And I'm doing like a quick run of like, I'm doing Salt Lake City, uh, September uh, 9 and 10th to warm up and I'm going to add other dates. But I'm nervous because I was like, uh, you know, some of the stuff, I'm like, it's so good live. But I'm like, do I want to put this down forever? Is my opinion going to change on any of this shit? Oh, no, no, I think no. about that all the time. Well, because you're just like, this is a great live joke because it's what's going on right now. And then sometimes I'm like, ugh, am I going to put this down? And then I'm going to be like, why did I say that on fucking, that's embedded forever. Oh, I, I, That's you know, why I never tape. I never tape, dude. And Netflix wanted me to do that half hour thing. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I didn't want to do, I, I just have not wanted to do any taping. I'm like, I don't really want to. And I should, because every standup puts up clips and I just never do. But this is it. I'm going to do this and then throw it out. And then. Well, I mean, it definitely helps with selling tickets. It helps, you know, but, but. I, I don't know, man. I, I I I don't think too much about. I've said some horrible things. <laughs> I've said some legit horrible things. Yeah. Where like, I mean, I, the titles of my first CD were like Mexicans, blacks. Yeah, like that's. I mean, that's how I named it. Well, yeah. And you're like, and you look back, and you're like, oh motherfucker. And the the jokes, I stand by the jokes because they're jokes. Yeah, people can take them out of context. But, well, that's always going to happen. But it's just what's happening now more than ever is just like I think. I want it to be like you I, should. You should do a joke. You should uh -huh. do a joke where you go. I'm actually, you know, doing this special. I'm nervous that some of the stuff <clears throat> I'm going to say is going to age poorly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to write one joke just so that everyone knows I was pretty woke. And you go, so my kid's fucking a robot. My kid's getting yeah. head from a robot. No, it's. I mean, who knows? Maybe it will age poorly. Some some stuff that's going on, but you're like, you have to talk shit. You got to talk to the people today. Yeah, that's the all people you can in do. the future aren't buying tickets for you because your shows aren't there. Yeah, the people that today, right now, that want to hear live comedy. And I, I was, I'll be telling you really honestly that when we did fully loaded, I was nervous because I was like, I'm bringing people I find funny, but I know for a fact, definitely push their edge. Yeah, nonstop, and not and not one person, including my daughter, who is pretty fucking woke. Not one person got offended, got upset. We didn't hear one comment. They fucking loved it. Yeah, it's usually because it's your want. fans, right? No, but that's what people want. Yeah. They want to fucking laugh. And the people that get outraged, guess what? They just want to get outraged. And so yeah, it's gonna happen you can anyway. serve both of them at the same time. Yeah. I'm gonna. All right, before I go, I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna give you this. This was a bit. I brought this all this shit for fun for you. First of all, this is a bad friend's tote bag, which is just, I mean, come on, man. Nice. Oh, fucking amazing. But here you go. There's a bad friend's shirt. Um, and this is really, how fun is this? Hey guys, uh, this is on it. Liquid IV. No, I brought all of our sponsors. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Man, this liquid IV is great. Five essential vitamins, B12, B5. No, but I brought a bag of shit. For what is you. this? Just a, this is a little bit of whiskey. What's rabbit hole? You try it. Harry's dude, please use that when you shave. Also a uh, funny enough that we talked shit about at the beginning, but I brought Oh, shut up. Tito's. <laughs> you know, all this is going to live right here. What is this? Yeah. What is this? Are these glasses? I don't know. Peel CBD gummies. Shady Rays? Shady, Shady Rays. Rays is so great. And a Brad Friends pin. Can I tell you what I love about Shady Rays? Keep that back. Is they, uh, I don't know if they're a sponsor, but they have a they have a lost or broken policy. Yeah, they give you, you back free ones. Yeah. Anyway, I brought you a bag of shit because I thought it'd be fun, but also a Bad Friends shirt. That a boy, you look sexy. Do I look cool? Yeah, you do. And put that Bad Friends thing over. There you go. Now you look really cool. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. And it's us. It's me and Bobby talking closely to each other. We're like whispering at each other's mouths. Some people think we look like we're kissing, but no. None of the stuff that just we put out, just whispering mouths. each other's mouths. None of the shirts we have, that or even this one, people take them sexual. They're not. This is just two buds. That's yeah. all it is. Just that's two what, 
good buds. People that take that sexual, they're homophobic. Yeah, that's that's your thing, dude. This is yeah. just two friends hanging out in the ocean, so get over it. Dude, thank you for I got to go. I love you. Thank you. Hey, enjoy, um, enjoy your wife. I'm going that sounds to. weird. <laughs> no, enjoy your wife. I'll try to enjoy mine. Yeah, please enjoy your wife. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. Thank you.